Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason here in Brooklyn, joined as always by John, who's abroad in New Zealand. What's going on, John? Not much. Busy making movies. But otherwise, yeah. Well, that's good. I'm busy making games. We announced a new game this week. It's pretty cool. Combinera. Combinera. It means combine in Swedish. It's a very (laughs) cool looking uh, platform puzzle game. And it's actually really good. Like, it's a really good game. And I know I say that. It's a weird way to say it. It's it's almost like when I say it like that, it's like the things that I'm putting out are not that good. But no, we got we got some good stuff coming out this year. And this well, one was one of the ones yeah. that really appealed. And it's, it's it's how I feel when people want me to taste stuff. Yeah. And they're like, mm, taste this. And I'm like, you just made a face that makes me not want to taste it. Or, you know, it's better than I thought it was going to be tasted. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't instill yeah. confidence in me to want to taste what you're giving me. So, like, you didn't really, you know, you said, well, it's actually pretty good. That makes me think, well, what? Was it supposed to be bad? Yeah. Well, I'll talk about this. I'm actually going to talk about it during media therapy because I was playing it. Um, I, I literally was playing it on the train back. So part of things I was playing now that it's on the eShop, I can redeem codes, even though the thing doesn't come out till April. But it's um, it's exciting. So I'll talk about that later. Just like I'll talk about the Batman later because hmm. I saw that last night. Oh, moody Robert Pattinson. I, Let me... I, I know enough about that movie because I, I, was, uh, I was around it. When it was being made. oh okay, <laughs> so, so that I, did I, pass through your halls. I guess the, everything uh, passes through your halls. Nowadays. Yeah, but specifically, it's the same director from from Planet of the Apes. The That's last right. Planet of the Apes, right. It's your boy. So, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Matt Reeves so, joint. Yeah, so uh, I've had the pleasure of working on one of those movies. So yeah, I'm I'm aware of this film and all the things in it. So yeah, you can talk about it. I just haven't seen it, but I've I've seen enough of it. <laughs> so, yeah, I won't I won't spoil it. I'll talk about it. But what I, I do want to talk I don't about care Batman is. We'll save this. But like, how many times are we gonna make a Batman movie? Like really. I got beef with general direction of Batman, DC and Batman movies, but we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, I do, however, want to, I wanted to say that to tee it up because the, I went to this, I I went to the showing yesterday. I didn't pay for it. I went to this event. (gasps) Okay. A buddy of mine has a, um, one of his partners, uh, they put on a, a showing of the Batman and he couldn't make it. So he let, he put my name down and I was able to go to this event. So there's like a little bit of a mixer on the, at the beginning there. And I'm just, you know, moseying around by myself, right. As one does gin and soda in hand. Cause once you're in there, you can't just sit there with, stand there with your hands in your pocket and be like, just waiting for the movie to start. You know, you're, you're hanging out in the bar, people doing trivia. I just approach one of these tables and I just start talking to these guys. There's um, there was this couple and there was uh, and there was these two dudes and, you know, we, you know, we started hitting off. We were having some good conversation. And one of the guys was trying to tell this couple all of a sudden the idea of age came up. And now these this these this couple, they were like, I don't know, 27, 28. And this guy's like, oh, man, what you got to do is like you guys got to get married and have kids quick immediately. That's what you got to do that's the way to live your life. It's like, that's what I did. And then he's like, kind of saying how he did all this stuff. And I was like, dude, you got it backwards. So what are you saying? I was like, they should wait at least until they're 30. I was like, let's have fun, do some things you don't want to, you know, get out there. You don't want a kid weighing you down when you're in your twenties. It sucks. It's got to suck. And then he's like, no, 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 you got to do it all. He's like, you're doing all wrong, but wait a minute. Cause I know you want to say something here, but let me explain. Cause then this guy's saying, look, 
let me tell you something, man. He's like, I got, he's like, I got all this money. He's like, I run my own business. Things are good. He's like, I got, he's like, I had kids when I was, he's like, I had two kids when I was uh, in my early twenties. Now I'm 38. I got, he's like, he's like, I got my kids. He's like, I got 13 girlfriends. <laughs> and I said, wait, what? I said, I said, cool. Uh, how many, how many boyfriends does your wife has? He's like, none. <laughs> I said, wait, I said, all right. How many, I said, does she know about your girlfriends? He's like, no. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> What's that got to do with being 38 though, with two kids? Like the, uh, he's, I feel he's like trying that's to say a different that conversation. He's still living his life. Like sure. he's still living it up. Even though he, the fact that he had those kids, I guess now they're older. He doesn't have to worry about it. I dude, look, I'm part of the reason why I'm telling you this story is because I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. He was trying to say, he's like, after you hit 30, all these things go wrong. Are you kidding me, man? I was like, I feel like I'm in better shape than I've ever been. I'm like, I'm over 30. Like, this is, things are good. I was like, I don't know. I would know. differ with his premise because I would argue. Yeah, I've, I've had, I've had a lot more success in my 30s by not having kids. Right. You're able to sort of still pour into things that you don't, that you're not able to pour into when you're in your 20s. Now, I'd argue you have more energy to be a parent when you're in your 20s, right? It's like sure. when you're 21, you're still kind of a kid yourself. You're just kind of figuring out, and kids make you grow up. And, you know, by time by time the kids are out of the house, you don't feel so worn down. But at the same time, I mean, the freedom to really, like, I mean, I've, I've moved countries before I was 30, yeah. right? Like, if I had kids, I wouldn't have gone anywhere, right? Like, if you had kids at 21, I'm not leaving the States. I'm not just going to go take a flyer and go fly to some country that's at the bottom of the earth. So, yeah, yeah I, I'd argue. And again, like 13 girlfriends, like it's a lot. One's enough. It's too many. One's enough. One wife is enough. <laughs> yeah, enough. one wife is done. All right. There's one girlfriend. First, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even then, you know what? If you're going to do that, one is enough. <laughs> one's enough. Whatever you're going to do, just one's enough. I would say yeah. less is more. Anytime you're doing a thing that. that requires a secret, <laughs> One is almost too many. It's but, too much. You, you know, know what? This is this is what I value is the fact that I, I I'm so absent minded that I don't keep secrets because I can't. I just forget. <laughs> it's a good strategy. I don't have any secrets really. Like being honest is just like yeah. Like you know, it's keep things simple. My my brain yeah. malfunctions when you try to make it. I'm very busy, so when you try to make it too complicated. I mean, re- remembering one set of family obligations and birthdays and things to do is enough. Imagine having to do that twice or 13 times. Or yeah. maybe he just has 13 girlfriends and, you know, the the bottom half of that basketball team he doesn't put much attention to. Yeah, it's like, what's a girlfriend by definition to this guy? Is that like a cycle? Like on It's again, a friend that's again? a girl, so sure. Like, yeah, if you have true, that yeah. definition, then maybe it's, you know, maybe it's simple. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I would say there's, depends, I would say there's a lot of people who are now in their 40s who are very happy they had kids earlier, because then they're actually able to live the rest of their life, right? Right. They're saying, well, sure. I'm in and my maybe 40, that's what he was getting great. at. Yeah, I maybe feel great. I still feel young. My kid, but I feel like kids age you. I feel like everyone that I've ever known that's had kids, they age like immediately. <laughs> like it immediately ages you. That's what sleep deprivation does. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's like torture. It's torture with another human being that you can't just get rid of. And again, it's your choice. Like, you got no one to blame but yourself, usually. Yeah. Right? When you're young, maybe it's not your choice. But when you're older, you're definitely making a pretty conscious choice if you've gone to your mid-30s without having kids. Yeah, unless you have like a, you know, something, something in the plan falls apart. Sure, fair enough. Yeah, you know, yeah. but but could be, I would could still be just, literally yeah. could be literally. You know, maybe yeah. some protection fall. You know, you, you you break the dam. Fair enough. 
you know, there's uh hell, I, I know uh, uh, one of my friends had a kid and his wife was on birth control. Yeah. Bam. There but was that 99% effective? Guess what? 1%. 1%. A miracle. It's a miracle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I just but again, I feel like when you're older, you have a kid and it's not you're like, yeah, whatever, like fine. <laughs> like I could afford this, right? Like but when you're 20, you're like, "Oh my god, what am I going to do? This is my life is over. I I can barely afford to put gas in my car or eat every day. How am I going to feed a kid?" Where now, it's just like, "All right, it's kind of another expense. Kids are expensive, but at least in the beginning, like, you know, you just got to you're going to lose some sleep." Yep. And that age you. So you'll go from 40 to 50 very quickly if you're trying to take care of a one-year-old when you're 40. But, you know, so be it. At that point, you're like, I did everything I wanted to do in my 20s and 30s. I traveled the world. saw everything I need to see. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think there's uh, there's different ways to approach life. Look, there's no correct way to do it. That's what I was saying. This girl was talking about how I want to start my own company. I just want to travel. I just want to get paid to travel. I I got kids. But I got kids. No, right? she doesn't. But no, that's she the doesn't thing. Have kids. This, and this guy's saying, and this guy's like, you got to have kids right now. I'm like, dude. No, 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 no. Go sending, do that stuff now where you kids, can make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. You're sending these kids down the wrong path. Yes. Wrong path. You're not listening to what they're saying. Yep. Go let her travel the world and go make mistakes and, and self doubts and start over and over and over again. And then by the time she figures it out, then I have kids. <laughs> yeah. This one dude had a, this, this guy had, had one, had an entourage of one as well. This guy didn't talk much, but I can definitely tell he was judging his boss <laughs> <laughs> all along the way. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun time. I'll talk about the movie later in, uh, in media therapy. Um, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to have some fun. This is going to be the exact opposite of last week's episode, but we had some fun there too. But thanks to Tadas who came out. If you haven't listened to that one, um, it's good. Listen, I I thought it was quite interesting. I thought it was yes, good. To, it's very to interesting have that for part of the world that we know but don't know. Mm-hmm. Like we we're um, aware generally better than like Africa, right? Like conflicts in Africa, no one no one in the U.S. has any idea about what the conflict in Africa actually is, right? Like, like you have a general idea of is it East Coast or West Coast of Africa, but you don't know much else about like the terrain or the the government policies but we generally know a little bit about russia but russia to me is just taken like 40 years back in time they just have like to, to me it's like we were a cold war all over again like we thought i thought we were good with russia i mean we i even joked on this podcast maybe we should go visit russia that's a big no <laughs> not anymore that ain't gonna russia, happen russia maybe. russia's been canceled <laughs> maybe i mean they have i gotta say how do you feel about that cancellation because we have canceled all of russia right russia can't get iphones Russia's yeah. not allowed to have cars. Like we have cut Russia off from the world. Their their yeah. their ruble or ruple, whatever the name of their currency is, sounds like something from Zelda, is worth nothing. Those are ru- rupees, 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 rupees. Right. So like it's, they they got rubles or ruples, but they're gone. Right. Like it's like nothing. It's worth nothing. Like he's tanking their economy. So yeah, it's just. Uh, I guess we're never going to Russia or Ukraine. I would have liked to go to Ukraine. Maybe they'll fix it by time. Uh, by time I have kids and I'm seventy, <laughs> maybe it'd yeah. be fine. Well, some follow ups from the last uh, from the last episode. Um, so the. The milk base thing that Tadas was trying to remember was called uh, kefir. That's what he was trying uh, to think of. Like K-E-F-I-R. Just like Kiefer Sutherland. Yep. They got a lot in common. Fellow friend in Lithuania as well. Yeva, she also said um, <laughs> she, she listened as well and had some comments. Not many. <laughs> um, she teed me up by saying, 
I'm going into um actually mode. And I said, cool, bring them on and I will and I will read them all. And I got nothing. All I got was this, though. Um, and this is an interesting fun fact. And she called it out as much. You talked about Kaliningrad. It's a strange place. That's the uh, little Russian territory yep. to the west. Sometimes it's called Lithuania Minor. There was a period in history when written Lithuanian language was banned and Kaliningrad was the biggest source of Lithuanian books press. There were secret mm-hmm. there were secret printing houses there and book smuggling was a big thing. You could not learn another language, only Russian. Fun fact, I guess. Yeah, it's like the show The Americans. I don't know if you you definitely didn't watch it because you don't watch TV. But it was basically a show about um, about two Soviet KGB officers that were right. sent to America to marry and then basically have like American kids. So they were like the all-American family, but they were KGB spies. Um, so, yeah, I'm assuming it's, you know, something similar. I don't remember my thought because <laughs> just, you know what? We just go pull, pull behind the curtain. The recording stopped and I was making a point and I don't remember what it was. So, yeah, we can move on. All right, fair enough. We're moving on. I also asked her if we sounded. I also asked her how dumb we sounded, and she said we didn't. So there you go. That's a win. I think we did a good job. Well, if it was uh, just us talking about this conflict, we would have sounded real dumb. So oh, yeah, and guess what? That's why we're yeah. not talking about it today. So yeah, let's absolutely. jump into some news. We got three stories, as we usually do, and oh boy, we got we got some weird ones here. So here here are the options. You could choose the order. We got one that you've sent me about, which is about a uh, kidnapping. Mm-hmm. I got one about Elden Ring, and it's not what you think. And I got one about loud sex. <laughs> Where do you want to start? Uh, let's do that one last. Let's okay. do your Elden Ring story first, and then Great. we can do my story, and then your loud sex story. I like this order because it goes silly, then silly, and then real silly. All right, here we go. Reading from thesun.co.uk. I bet you didn't expect that when I said Elden Ring. I spent $20,000 and 40 hours playing Elden Ring with a cam girl. It was worth it. What's Elden Ring? I guess you're going to tell us. What's Elden Ring? Oh, my God. I don't know what it is. Okay. Well, first of all, Elden Ring is the latest video game sweeping the nation. It's the latest. uh, Yeah. It's the latest uh, game. It's the latest from software joint. Uh, so the guys that did Dark Souls, Demon's mm-hmm. Souls, Bloodborne. This is the one that they worked on with George R.R. Martin to make <laughs> the uh, to make the lore. Sure. And people are going bananas for it. It's crazy. It's open world. It's very difficult. And the horse can double jump. So here we go. <laughs> and I won't play it for years, if ever. No. We I won't play. We why is we capitalized? It doesn't matter. We all know someone who spends too much time playing video games, but one man has taken this a step too far. Hey, son, stop being so judgy. (laughs) All right. Dial it down a bit. According to adult webcam site Cam Soda, one user spent 40 consecutive hours playing the video game Elden Ring with an adult cam star. That gamer was 31-year-old Chris from New Jersey in the United States. He play, he paid adult model Charlie Hart $20,160 or 15,200 euros to play Elden Ring with him via the Cam Soda site. I'm surprised told, it's that that seems like not I would have expected more for some reason, but continue. I guess I don't know how, how many how many dollars per hour is that? 
I, I don't I don't know. I mean, if you do the math, I'm not it's like five hundred dollars. It's like five hundred an hour. Yeah, five hundred an hour. 20, I guess that's, that's pretty good. Rate. Twenty thousand divide forty hours, right? Yeah, five hundred dollars an hour. All right, so maybe I don't know. Maybe, I don't, I don't I just know figured, what a good rate no, is it's there. Not, wait, so twenty thousand divided by okay by forty? Yeah, forty. Yeah, it's five hundred. All right. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is what you expect. I don't know. Five hundred. I don't know like either. Five hundred an hour to play. What are video you doing? Game. Well, let's okay. Well, I mean, let's see I what she I made did. An hour. No, she didn't. I don't think she played the game. Well, we're gonna find out. Well, I didn't read find this, out. so we're gonna let's find out. Go for it. Chris told the son, "Quote: I usually play campaigns by myself in my boxer briefs and overload on carbs, pizza, fast food, etc., while chugging energy drinks. Color it was surprised. nice. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was nice to have Charlie alongside me as I traversed the lands between. We got to know each other quite intimately and connected on a deeper level. I really appreciated her companionship. I look forward to hopefully streaming with her again when the next big game is released." End quote. You want to comment on that before I move on? No, I mean it seems like he thinks this is twenty grand well spent, right? Apparently, so good yeah, for well, him. That, right? that was in the headline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cam Soda says Charlie and Chris embarked on the longest consecutive cam show in the site's history. They say they say they were online together for over forty hours. Chris claims this was the best way to play Elden Ring, but probably wouldn't do the same thing again. He said, "Quote." It was very intense. I was hell bent on beating the game. <laughs> I'm going to break it up next time if I ever do a full campaign. End quote. That was the that was the tough part. It wasn't Wait, keeping he had this to grind on. through the game. Right? He, was like, he had to beat the game. Beat this. I mean, it's a good way for you to basically be like, the faster I beat this, the less I pay. That's a good point. Yeah, he <laughs> right? didn't. He didn't say that. Yeah. Charlie told the son that requests for this type of adult entertainment had been increasing. She said, quote, it was popular during the pandemic. I know a few models that would game with their clients rather than just being a cam girl who performs for, say, seven minutes. I have accompanied clients for extended periods of time while they game, prepare dinner, eat dinner, etc. It's like long form camming End quote. She added, quote, it was something I've never done before. I didn't fully grasp how long 40 hours, 40 consecutive hours is. It takes a lot of stamina in more ways than one. But Chris and I really hit it off at the onset, and it was fun. We celebrated once we completed the campaign like we won a championship, LOL. It was a nice accomplishment, end quote. And then here we go. I'll just, I'll just bring us to the home stretch here. Elden Ring is an action role-playing game that involves combat and exploring a fantasy world. And I'm not going to read the rest of this because it has nothing to do with everything else they just said in the article. <laughs> I saw that at the end. Yeah, yeah it's got nothing to do. About? It's Who just like other things Amazon for you to and click Mark on. Zuckerberg. It's like yeah, shut it's up. Like, it's like other shut things up. for you to. It's like other things for you to click on. <laughs> it's basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In other words, uh, Kirby just released a demo of their game. It's like cool. Got it. Thanks. Great. Yeah. Full mode. It's hilarious. This is um, yeah. Forty hours is a very long time. So, like, I, I guess my question is: She just had a camera up. And she was just doing regular things. Like I'm assuming that she was like, "Well, I'm gonna go to sleep." I don't think she did. She stay up for forty straight hours. I mean, that's what they they're saying, right? If it was consecutive, she's got to sit there while she's wearing like I'm looking at these pictures, you know, while she's like skimpily dressed. And every so often, when he's uh, maybe when he dies, he's like, "Okay, now touch yourself." <laughs> May I, I mean, it doesn't even <laughs> seem like he did any of that. It just seems like he just like I'm assuming he just had a setup where he had a he had a screen and a camera, and he had a and he had a 
television where he was playing the game and i guess she could see the game as well right i would assume that she would want to actually look at what he's doing so he wants to talk to somebody about it right yes man like 40 consecutive hours is a long time you know what else is a long time four hours is a long time consecutively and when you're watching somebody play a game one hour is a long time well, that's i was gonna say this is, is where you're wrong though because i i know like twitch is a thing because there's a oh, generation of people who love watching other people play games but they're so, also those people and she got are usually paid for it, but, but she got paid for it too like if yeah, someone told you people, they were going to pay you 20 grand to watch a game for 40 hours i would those people on twitch though i think the ones that do the best they're also being watched because of their personality and what they add to the game you don't know if chris Kristen, i mean chris, chris had a might great be, personality she said she seemed to not be true. like oh this was a slog chris might have been a funny witty guy I usually campaign right. by myself in my boxer briefs and overload on carbs, pizza, so instead fast he just food, did that cetera, while chugging it's, energy drinks. Instead, he just did that with somebody else this time. <laughs> so I'm sure it was the same setup. I'm sure it was still boxer brief. I'm sure it was All right, still you're ready to go. Sodas. You got your you got your line of monster energy drinks ready to go, Charlie. Well, let's yeah. get into what the hell is this thing called? Well, look, I mean, I can't knock the hustle, right? He obviously enjoyed his 20K and she got yeah. paid to watch him play a video game yeah what do you so, think the part is that he said he would break it up before do you think it's because of the money that he spent or just because it was too long consecutively i i think maybe it wasn't as enjoyable as they got to the end right yeah like by hour 35 he was like yeah you know hmm. his last and five the, but, but then it just becomes like he's probably like man i really wish i could just stop this and do it again but i basically am now committed to the fact that i've told her we're going to do this consecutively and she agreed so now, like, what would happen if she actually just quit and just said, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore and just left? Like, what if he had found somebody else to to finish it with? Like, oh, what you mean was like, um, you mean like one of those um, situations at the hostess bars where it's like, we could just swap out these girls? Yeah, it's like, we'll just give you somebody else. <laughs> we but can, yeah, can get maybe you a she's just like, I've got a friend who wants to watch you play this game next. Yeah, that would be, uh, yes, I, I don't know, the the whole the whole logistics of it it's it's even stranger because well i guess no what i don't know i don't understand how the campsites work i thought you just watch the girl i didn't think the girls also watch you i thought it was like twitch where it's like you yeah. go on to a thing like and, a you, one and way... you give somebody money and then they do stuff that's what i figured but i'm i, I don't know yeah it's just a one-way thing so that'd be even weirder but no they would have to do something where they're yeah, seeing he's got his other. own he's got his own camera right he could it's just like a zoom call basically so maybe he just like hey i'm gonna pay you 20 grand for a zoom call i don't know it right it had to be something like that you'd have to switch over to some actual i mean but maybe the site allows you to basically treat it like zoom if you pay them money right also was this public like it wasn't public because he if you're paying somebody 500 dollars, it can't be public at that point, no right? i don't think like it's that's public. a that's no. a private no that's but, a okay, private so, it's a private so, moment so yeah so 500 dollars to <laughs> here's how i would have priced this i would have charged I, I would have scaled the hourly rate as time went on because if i'm a, you know you're you're not doing anything right what are you doing for this guy that's worth $500 an hour? You're talking I, to him, I, I guess, right? Like you're you're having yeah, a conversation with him. You're I mean, look, some people find Oh my value god, in that, that orc is so interesting. The horse could double jump. It's true. Or the like, horse can or, or, double or like jump. Or like explain to me the game. Like tell me what's going on. That sounds awful. Like I if mean, somebody actually gave a you. shit. That yeah, does sound awful to me. I, yeah, I couldn't imagine. 
it's not how I necessarily want to. And play then I have to pay somebody. Either, yeah, pay somebody yeah. to explain to some. Like I'm supposed to be immersed in this world, right? And now I'm going to explain to you all these things. What's that guy? Who's he? What does that do? I hope. I really hope that didn't happen. Otherwise, damn, Chris might have. I mean, I don't think he'll ever release that video, but it would be here's my to see him put his 40 hour cut together. <laughs> <laughs> the Chris, okay. the, the Snyder cut of yeah uh, <laughs> of yeah. his of him beating this game. Yeah. I, but the reason I, I say it would scale because like hours one, two, and three, if I'm paying somebody to just hang out with me and play video games, I'm not paying you more than a hundred bucks an hour. You're not doing anything. I think even I mean, that's too high. It's too I mean, high. Fair. But I after mean, three hours, yeah. okay, then I'm going to be asking for from hours like three to 10. Now I'm like, okay, I get it. Now you're basically like, I'm locking you in a room. And you have to do this thing that's going to be uncomfortable. Hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. An hour, though. That's a. I mean, so, it's just a lot. That is that is a lot. Surprise. Okay, so, all right. Not, let's say okay. Yeah. The first three hours, fifty bucks an hour. Three to ten, hundred bucks an hour. No, it's it's got to go the other way, right? Like it's got to start expensive, but then as we go no, on, you got to it's got to not get in cheaper, this case, right? Not in this case. You go to a, you go to a party, right? Mm-hmm. Then they run out of food, and then they lock the doors. Which one is worse? Which part is which part do you want? I'm paying you per hour. <laughs> which part of those is going to be more taxing on your psyche? Versus you get in there and there's no food, but over time they give you more food. Like all of a sudden by the end you're eating like lobster rolls and champagne. Yeah, and exactly. Great. Like one one is progressively point. one is progressively getting better. The other is progressively getting worse. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, here. but but I guess you like, come to on get over, him to hang agree. out. I'd love yeah. to hang out. Great. Um, I gotta go home. You can't. Not until I'm yeah. done playing this game. <laughs> oh, damn. If, if if he did this in person, if she like came over to his house, would that be considered prostitution? I guess no, prostitution not, is you're, too you're not, specific. You're not engaging in any sort no, of this would be in, in any, be in any sort of physical contact, right? So I think if you just invited her over and just said, "Look, I'll give you twenty grand just to like sit on the other side of the couch and like." eat snacks with me as i play this game i mean that's kind of what he did right only he did it over the computer this is this is how escorts like can actually report taxes because they're like that's what i did i played video games with that guy in his hotel room yeah at night well well, look i look i'm not surprised by that people get you know people get escorts to talk to like uh, the things that i've read have nothing to do it's normally nothing to do with sex it's going back to the hostess bar yes it's either power bar Right? Yeah, it's either power or it's or it's it's loneliness and conversation. Yeah. Those are those are the two main reasons accompanied with everything else you get with it is is why most men, specifically sort of older men, go that route. I'm sure there's plenty of people who just sit in a room and want to talk to somebody because men don't want to go to a therapist. <laughs> so it's like, well, let me do this and it's like you know, you could just go to therapy. It's like, well, therapy is actually. I mean, look, if this was a therapy session, for oh, you, I, don't, I don't got any what's, problems. What's no. what's what's more expensive over time? Like, like what? Ten therapy. This is a good sessions? question. I'm not. Or I'm gonna, this, this is going to be an incognito window. I don't need to be blasted. Let's see. Therapy. Right? I'm assuming therapy's got to be at least hour. 150, 200 an hour. There's right? no way to be my assumption. Therapy generally ranges from 65 to 250 oh, wow, or more per hour. 65 is cheap. Okay. I feel like I want my therapist to at least be 100 an hour if they're actually in most areas of the problems. country. They're talking about the U.S. A person could expect to pay 100 to 200 per session. So, yeah, I guess that's a that's a really good point. 
Um, yeah, but so also it's just a, a therapist. therapy session for him. Uh, Very yeah, but a therapist is, session, so. can you get a therapist to watch you play a video game for 40 hours straight? That seems ridiculous. No, no. But again, men, men can, we take things to the extreme. It's like, well, instead of just talking about why I feel, why, why I'm lonely about playing video games by myself, mm-hmm. I'm just going to, I'm going to go on the internet and get this woman to watch me. And we're going to talk about life as I play this game, as I double jump this horse. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't you think men's therapy would be better if it was actually like instead of you go sitting on a couch of somebody of some you know clinical psychiatrist's office and you talk about your deep seated issues with your with your siblings or your family members, that it's just like, hey, look, I'll come over and watch the football game. We'll just talk about life. Like, don't you think more men would actually like a therapy service that was just like, hey, let's go golfing. I'll go golfing with you. We'll just talk about stuff like Like a Trojan horse. Yeah, kinda, and maybe that's the name of the that's the name of the therapy company, Trojan Horse Therapy. It's like, yeah, we'll yeah. go bowling with you, we'll go fishing, right? I would assume more men solve their problems when they're doing those activities with other men, whether it's fishing yeah. or hunting or golfing or or watching football or playing video games or something, right? Men tend to talk in those, which again, which is why it's so messed up. Probably why men are the reason everything's screwed up in the world because you can't go like therapy uh, right yeah like you have a therapy we probably wouldn't be having issues right now right we fine. this is a good i i like this idea because you could have like a service where it's like non-discreet therapy where you hire a guy and they just show up as your friend as their friend it's like yeah my buddy's gonna come out you know what or, or yeah, but who, that's right. what I'm saying. A friend, whoever. But you're just saying a yeah. friend. Like, hey, I'm bringing out my friend Mark. He's cool. He's gonna come and hang out. And then Mark just gets like, you know, a little, little too close. But he knows how to how to pry out all your deep dark secrets. Yeah, because he's because he because he's an actual therapist. But I would say at the yeah. same time, if you want a girl in a bikini and pay her five hundred bucks, you should be able to get that too. Yeah, right? that's everyone's, fine. We're going. Everyone's to Vegas. therapy is for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's therapy is for everyone. You get the therapy that you need. You might need the the. The bro friend who's just going to be like, oh, man, look at that touchdown. But, you know, what's the relationship with your father really like? <laughs> you <know? laughs> or you need the girl who's just like, oh, you're awesome. I'm going to sit here in this bikini as you're playing this video game. And then you'll slow. And I'll just say, so, like, is your mom nice? And then, like, slowly you're just pouring out about how you just didn't get hugged enough as a child. And there you go. Either yeah. way, you're solving issues, right? Yeah, you started kind of small where it's like, yeah, why did you hit that guy three times with the axe? You only yeah, it's like one. wow. That was that seemed over. Yeah. Why are you st- why are you standing over him hitting the crouch button? That seems like yeah. a deep seated issue we should talk about. And then you go get him a snack, right? Hey, you want another monster drink? Hey, you want some Doritos? I'll put them in a bowl. <laughs> Help him clean up a little bit, right? Talk about yeah. his life. Talk about the hey, you know maybe maybe we after need another this pizza. Is done, we I go think for we need another walk. pizza. Hey, you want to go oh. for a walk? Let's go for a walk. Let's stretch our legs, right? No, I think that's everyone... that's when that's when you start asking questions. What are you talking oh, about? Yeah. We're supposed to finish this game. We got forty hours. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, sorry. It is. Like, wait a it minute. is our it is our thirteen, and we got a lot of gaming to do. <laughs> it's like we should go take a walk, and it's like get out. I didn't ask for yeah. physical fitness help. I asked I ask for someone for to sit here and watch me play this game. Who are you? I'm paying you. I make the shots here. <laughs> you can't. You gotta. You gotta I, be I careful. Sorry, my bad. Fixed, I think we just fixed therapy for men. I think there's something illegal about that uh, business model, but you know what? We'll look into it. <laughs> I'm going to quit my job to go get my psychology degree so I can start this. No, you don't need to. That's the beauty. With Trojan Horse Therapy, you're not the therapist. We provide the therapists. Uh, good point. So I just got to find therapists then. You got to find therapists that are cool. You don't want the weird ones. They're, they're no, too you don't obvious. want the ones that are actually like going to clinically solve your problems. Yeah, Exactly. 
You want the ones that would be like, hey, this is actually my friend. And then the guy reminds you at the end, like, we're not actually friends, but anytime you need me, call me and I'll charge your credit card. (laughs) (laughs) One of those friends. You know, like Uber style, right? My God. Yeah. So how, depending on on how deep we go is how much you have to pay me. But yeah, I guess. Or it's just time based, right? Yeah, sure. And then however long it took for you to get there, you could even say, hey, look, I got to, uh, you know, a friend just went through a breakup. Oh, my God. This is an ugly one. We need it. We need to call tro- Trojan Horse uh, Trojan Horse Therapy yeah. right now. And then you just say, "All right, who's your friend? All right, my friend's coming. His name is Charles." Bam! And then all of a sudden, the Charles we know shows up, and you're like, "Oh, this is a mistake." <laughs> <laughs> Charles shows up with a, with a box of beer, and it's just like, "Hey, bro, what's up?" And you're just like, "Oh man, this is great. This is you don't even know this is therapy, right? It's kind of like an intervention without you knowing it's an intervention." Exactly. That's a good yeah. idea. It's a good All idea. Right, there you go. Well, you know mm-hmm. what? She, she, look at this. If it happens, we can bring her on board, and she can take her five hundred rate, and we can get a five percent cut. Again, I still stand by that. That's got a. I think five hundred. That's a fair price for hours. Like, you know what? Screw it. Twenty to forty. Anything over twenty hours, five hundred dollars an hour. Yeah, I agree. Cool. All right, let's move on. This game looks kind of dumb, by the way. But continue. <laughs> People love it, dude. It's one of the highest rated games of all time now. And there's some uh, controversy. Enough with the, enough with the medieval that, stuff. Well, like I mean, that's, that's what these guys the do. I think they're making a. I think they're making a mech game next. They're making another um, Mid- medieval mech. No, they make another armor yeah. core game. There that's where hey, from software made a bunch stuff. of armor. I don't want to go fight like these guys. Like again, it looks like you're like you're fighting in Shakespearean times. Enough of that. Okay, so it looks like it's out of the top of all time now. But it has a 97% Metacritic. 97 Metacritic. Hmm. It yeah. just looks like Dark Souls, but more, but less. Yeah. It's open world but, Dark Souls. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's like Dark Souls meets Breath of the Wild. If that sounds like a cool thing, well, then it exists. All right. Do you want me to read this one or do you want to read it? Uh, you can read it since you're reading the stories. Yeah, oh. and you hadn't heard of this story before I sent it to you. Nope. Wow. Nope. Okay. Here we go. Is this fun? This, this sounds kind like of fun. Sounds like it's not fun. It's kind of fun because no one actually got hurt. Okay. Here we go. Years ago, she told police. Reading from CNN.com. Years ago, she told police she had been abducted, beaten, and branded. Now she's charged with making it all up. Oh boy. God damn it. God damn it. Um, here we go. When she was found after a three week search in 2016, a Northern California woman told police she had been abducted and branded by two women who kept her chained in a closet. She gave an elaborate story of her kidnapping and treatment at the hands of the supposed assailants, whom she said wore masks, spoke Spanish and held her at gunpoint. I was just thinking about, um, the cable guy. That fake trial that happens throughout the, yes. well, it's not fake, but it's like the trial that happens in the movie. Yeah. And that one line from uh, Ben Stiller, he looked Asian and he was speaking. <laughs> I, I think it was Asian. <laughs> anyway, it's awful. Let's carry on. Now, Sherry Papini, 39, sounds like a made up name, has been arrested and charged with making false statements to a federal law enforcement officer and mail fraud. The Department of Justice DOJ said in a news release. Papini was arrested on Thursday. On Friday, Papini made her. I can't keep saying this name, man. 
This is like, <laughs> it's such a silly name. Papini. Papini. Papini made her an initial appearance before U.S. Magistrate Judge Jeremy Peterson, according to Lauren Horwood, a spokesperson of the U.S. Attorney's Office of Eastern District of California. Papini was represented by attorney Michael Borges, Horwood said. CNN has reached out to Borges for comment, but it's not her back. Papini was ordered to de- was ordered detained as a danger and flight risk until Tuesday, March 8th at 2 p.m. for a detention hearing before Peterson to determine her custody status, Horwood said. Besides her detention hearing, Papini's next court date is March 18th at 2 p.m. Late Thursday, Chris Thomas, a spokesperson for Papini, her husband Keith, and her family criticized police for her arrest which he said occurred in front of her children. Sherry Papini would have gone to police station. Would have gone to the police station, Thomas said. No, she wouldn't. No, she wouldn't have. That's crazy. Yeah. But that's what you say when you're trying to get your client to not look guilty. So look, I'm going to tell you to skip the next three and get to the heart of what happened here. Okay. Husband reported her missing. Keith Papini reported Sherry Papini. Again, come on, man. Like, Stop. Missing on November 2nd, 2016, after she failed to pick up their kids at daycare. She was last seen jogging near her house in Sashta County. That's how it always begins, jogging. No yes, good. Always jogging. Ever comes from jogging. No. Stop jogging. Either Especially run, if you're a white walk, woman. If you're a white it. woman under the age of 40, don't jog. <laughs> yeah. Well. It's a good chance you get kidnapped. Yeah, no good ever. Don't. <laughs> no, no, no good ever comes from jogging. Three weeks later. On Thanksgiving Day, she was found alone on Interstate 5, about 140 miles from home. Based on her account, police searched for two Hispanic women matching Papini's description, but investigators ultimately found Papini had made it up, according to prosecutors. They said Papini was staying voluntarily with an ex-boyfriend during her alleged disappearance and had caused her own injuries to support her lies. DNA evidence eventually led them to the ex-boyfriend, according to the press release and criminal complaint prosecutors filed in U.S. District Course Court. In August 2020, Papini was, quote, warned that it was a crime to lie to federal agents, end quote, during an, investi- during an interview with federal and local investigators, and the, said the press release, quote, she was presented with evidence that showed she had not been abducted. Instead of retracting her kidnapping story, Papini continued to make false statements about her purported abductors, end quote, said the DOJ press release. Additionally, Papini received about 35 payments, totaling more than $30,000 from the California Victims Compensation Board, the release said. The money covered expenses, including visits to her therapist and an ambulance that took her to the hospital after she reemerged. Papini faces up to five years in prison and a fine of $250,000 if convicted of making false statements and a maximum 20 years in prison and a fine of $250,000 on the mail fraud charge. Jesus, $500,000. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It's a lot of money for for she, basically faking your own kidnapping. And look, I would say the main crime here is that she got a, bu- she got a bunch of money from the state of California as well, from this victim's compensation board, which doesn't help, right? So I, I'm interested in your thoughts of this, of this woman make. So basically, this woman has said that she was kidnapped and then sort of appeared, you know, she, she appeared on a highway after going missing of not picking up her kids. And then come to find out she was at her ex-boyfriend's house and she beat herself up mm-hmm. in, order to, in order to get away with this. Yeah. And it seems like she got away with it, right? That was in August 2020, she was warned 
which means she kind of got away with this for almost four years as they're looking what for happened? these two Hispanic women <laughs> where she was actually able to get away with her own kidnapping. Yeah. What happened between those four years? They were just looking, and then at one point they were just like, yeah, these, this, this didn't happen. It, you'd you have wanna... to, right? Like, at some point, you'd be like, well, wait a minute. We have to find the two women that kidnapped you. And do you just go like, oh, don't worry about it. I think I'm fine now. Or do you just keep yeah. up the charade and just go, yeah, yeah, you should really find them. You should really find them, which I think makes it worse, right? Because then someone's like, as I look into this more, the worst that it's, the worst that this is, that these women don't exist. Yeah, where, what, how is she branded? Because she did this to herself, right? Yeah, I was trying to find how she was branded or where she was branded. I'm assuming if you're going to brand yourself, you're going to choose like an arm, right? Yeah, I guess. do it guess. yourself. Yeah, there's, well, I mean, how long does it take, right? I mean, not long. You can even right? get just, into these kind of rare angles. You have to skin, play it up. Right? Yeah, you'd want to put it like on the back or something. Somewhere where I it's guess, not obvious you know that you did it branding, to yourself. Yeah, if you're branding yourself, you got to do it somewhere where no one else is going to see. So maybe you like brand it. On no, no, no. Brand. You do it. You got to do it in a place where it doesn't seem likely that you can reach it yourself. That's why what your you butt, would do is you would right? kind of heat the... <laughs> you brand no, it's your easy butt. enough to brand your butt. Your hand reaches every part of your butt. That's a terrible idea. You know, well, it's well, like... Where, where does your hands not reach? Your back? Well, it'd be like on your back. It's like it's not a clean place the to only brand place. your back. Yeah, exactly. So what yeah. you got, like, between your shoulder blades is where you got to go, right? Ooh, that seems painful, though. Ooh. Well, yeah, of course, but you're trying to sell. You're Branding trying your to butt, sell the fact that someone I guess branding your butt, you. you can't sit. That's a bad one. Yeah, that's a bad, that's right? a terrible you brand idea. Yourself you ever play somewhere. paintball? You ever, you ever play paintball or airsoft and get shot in the ass? It's the worst place to get shot. No, no. It's bad. No, no. Yeah, well, I've been I have. Yeah, but yeah, you but you're wearing pants. pants. Yeah, yeah, you're wearing, wearing pants. pants. Look, yeah. well, all I'm saying is what you would do is you would basically you'd need to prop up the brand on something and then kind of like lean back into it. Oh, you know, oh, yeah. yikes. That's I mean, that's, that's the you would problem, to to right? Really like it, did, it doesn't seem like her. They didn't arrest her ex-boyfriend, at least not from this of him. Like, right, because you, I would have to have no, somebody if else. I, he, he had nothing it, to do with right. this. He did nothing wrong. No, he just right. she just called him and he's like, "Yeah, come over." <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, how? I mean, let's let's talk about this guy for a sec because I feel bad for him because he's like, "Oh shit, you told them what?" <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, I thought you just wanted to. You were just over here telling me about how much you you know you're tired of your life and you don't want to see your husband and your kids. Yeah, your kids. Are you didn't tell crazy. me that. You, just, you didn't tell me that yeah. you were kidnapping yourself. Yeah, this was. I, I was never a part of this. You just said so, I need to yeah. hang out for a couple days. And then next thing you know, you beat the shit out of yourself and then and then left yourself on the highway. This is a terrible idea. Yeah, it doesn't say where. I'm just clicking on links here. This is from crimeonline.com, real reliable source here. The emaciated Pepini was branded with her hair chopped shorter and cuts and bruises all over her body. She said one older woman, one younger woman took her when she was jogging. They wore bandanas over their mouths and covered her head with a bag. Uh, she claimed the alleged suspects physically abused her before pushing her out of the car and leaving her along Interstate 5 in Yolo County, which is a great name for a county, <laughs> with a hose tied around her hands and ankles and a metal chain tied around her waist. Mm. Uh, so they said they took they took DNA samples to track down the kidnappers. They didn't get a match, but they did get a match from her ex, who reportedly admitted Pepini was with him and wasn't kidnapped. Uh, yeah. He also admitted that they used prepaid phones to communicate with each other. Dude, I so DNA evidence for like, from, was she there? Yeah. I'd be like, hell yeah, she was there. I know yeah. how this works. No yeah, way. yeah, you're not gonna get me caught up. She's an <laughs> yeah, expert. I don't, I don't need any of this. Yeah. Like, she she came over. She came to my house. <laughs> All 
Yeah. So yeah, they paid her three grand for the state therapy sessions for PT- PTSD and anxiety. Oh my god! Uh, accepted the funds after they were sent for via via U.S. mail, and now facing mail fraud charges. So they're just piling on her now. Of like, yeah. Like, so yeah, the investigation much? covered other affairs Papini allegedly had, oh. and interviewed witnesses who described her as crazy and wild. One person who knew her from a youth program said she was good at creating different realities for people so that they would see what she wanted them to see, which got her really good attention. Yeah. I'll bet. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, this gives great attention, right? We're talking about her. So, there you go. Sure. Now, the question is, does the does the punishment fit the crime? Is this $500,000 worth of crime? I mean, I think the arrest to me is probably more... Like I, you don't. I don't necessarily root for people to go to jail, but I think you causing a false police report when like a capture, you know, a blonde-haired white woman in California being kidnapped is like the ultimate crime, and that mm. should not be taken lightly because yeah. that's one of those crimes where like everyone comes out and is like, "How could this happen in our safe little neighborhood?" And now I'm going to be like, "Well, were you really kidnapped? Especially if you come back, right?" It's like, "Were you really kidnapped?" And now she's put f- it into doubt, right? She's now she's now used the system where now people are going to doubt other women who actually are kidnapped. So, yeah, it's true. But it's up to five years in prison and a fine of two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and a maximum year of maximum twenty years in prison and a fine of up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars on the mail fraud charge. So she could she could be in jail for a long time <laughs> okay. and owe you know, a lot I've got of damn some money. More- I've got some more. They they they're not going to tell me where she got branded. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, okay. but but I, I'm going to read of basically what happened. Right, the ex boyfriend called Papini a good friend and said that she had asked him for help. According to the complaint, Papini sure. told him that her husband was beating and raping her, and she was trying to escape. Whoa. He picked Papini up just outside Reading in a rented car and drove her to his home in Costa Mesa. Prosecutors say Papini allegedly never left the residence during her stay. The ex-boyfriend told investigators that Papini cut her own hair and hit herself to create bruises and burned herself on her arms. So ex-boyfriend said that he helped her create some of the injuries, although he never laid hands directly on her. For example, she told him, bank a puck off my leg. So he shot a puck off her leg lightly. So this guy's a hockey guy. So he he didn't, I mean, he didn't really pull back though, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. I've been hit by a couple of pucks that I still have the bruises from on my leg. Yeah. Um, he also participated in branding Papini using a wood-burning tool, according to the complaint. Oh. The ex-boyfriend then drove Papini back to Reading area at her request, again using... Oh, so he helped. He helped. So I'm surprised okay, he's so I, not... so I take getting... all that stuff back. All right, dude, you were an accomplice? Yeah. This is a mistake. All right, not so cool. she claimed her captors branded her shoulder mm-hmm. and cut her hair to shoulder length. Her kidnappers covered their faces and usually had a bag. That's what she said. So she got branded on the shoulders. What a weird and... story. It's a very why? weird story. That's why I wanted but, to bring it up. It's no, all. I mean, it's... I mean, her story is weird. <laughs> oh, her story. Why? Yeah, would like she... her story. What she told her, of like, hey, these two, these two Hispanic women kidnapped me. We're talking Spanish all the time. They branded yeah, me. Why they did they beat cut her? Me. What a what? Um, the rest of it, fine, whatever. I guess yeah. that's 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 status quo for a kidnapping. Why the haircut? And why shoulder length? If you're gonna cut the hair, like shave the head. Like, what are you giving giving this person a, a cut? Like, what's happening here? Yeah. Well, again, what's I, the I motivation? Think that, well, again, I think she wanted the attention, right? Come out with a new look, right? 
look a little again different. i'm not talking about her i'm talking about her story right her story of what she said happened but still like that's why she like oh they cut my hair they did all this stuff to me Yeah, but this is bad character development if you're trying to describe a story in these kidnappers why are they beating the shit out of me they're trying to get information they want to get my money they want to whatever 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 we're gonna cut your hair no yeah, where's the don't cut it all. Fine. We'll cut it shoulder length. What? Fine. <laughs> like, what's where's the, where's the Cleveland guy who's a dead giveaway? Dead yeah. giveaway. <laughs> dead giveaway. That's that's a real yeah. kidnapping. And that's a real hero. Yeah. And in this case, I'm surprised that that uh, her ex hasn't been charged with anything here. Yeah, I mean, this they, is the, the, they, they must have given him, they must have basically said, we're not going to arrest you if you tell us what happened. Yeah. He, he ratted her out. Look at me, yeah. going full circle on this guy. Uh, First, I was like, I feel bad men. for him now. Mm. Yeah, there's other men in the stories. I'm reading the Yahoo News story. Mantuesday, the Papini fabricated stories of being a victim of abuse from her family, father, and then Mantu after the couple broke up. So yeah, she's got a history of this. Yeah. Um, All right, throw the book at her. You know what? Yeah. Char- forget forget 500000 yeah, I don't know if you need to charge her money. Just I think a little time in jail would make her realize you don't make up stories like this for attention. You got to get back the money you took from the from the government. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got to pay that up. You got to pay back because people who really need those therapy services you stole from. So yeah, and you got to pay back all these people that you took advantage of. You got to give them yeah. some money too. So you know, just randomly throwing out money, being like, "Give us two hundred fifty thousand dollars for what? For what?" But those yeah, guys, they, yeah, you, you're trying to fuck up people's lives. No, you don't walk yeah. away from that. Yeah, yeah, and her poor ex husband was just like, "I was." My kids were telling me that no one picked him up from school. Who wouldn't know? Wow. What a a journey. Let's get get to your last story. (laughs) All right. Now, here we go. This is is a very uniquely New York story, by the way. This this is a very, like, uh, metropolitan. It's a very very metropolitan metropolitan city, young young people story. This is not, this is, first of all, if you got kids in the room, you know, you're you're listening in the, you're you're in the family room, you just had a great dinner, you're just listening to us talk about this woman, fake abuse, and we talked about our, uh, our Trojan, our Trojan horse therapy service. Get them out. Now's the time to understand. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we were talking about escorts and, and Yeah, yeah I know, I know. But, you know, this okay. is going to get graphic. It's going to get graphic. Okay. Go for it. Here we go. <laughs> Reading from... It's got to be up there. If you tally up all the sources that I've used for stories, like New York Post, probably number one, <laughs> like, right? It's got to be up there. Anyway, read from New York Post. And I got to credit the author here. Ben Kesslin. All right, that's a name you're going to want to remember because this man is going to go down in history as one of the great American writers. <laughs> I'm not going to look at everything else he wrote. I'm just going to base it on this article alone. I'm sure if I look at his other work, it's going to be really weird because it's, again, the New York Post. The headline says, <clears throat> Loud sex is ruining hundreds of New Yorkers' lives, 311 reports show. Now, 311, for those who aren't aware, it's basically one of the emergency numbers yeah. you call in New York for any local, like it's not the it's not the police, it's not <laughs> I, not, I found it's not nine one one. Oh know? man, I found this article. I don't want to ruin anything, but man, this, yeah, this guy is going to deserve an award. <laughs> it's it's not wow. it's not nine one one, which would be like I'm being robbed. I got I need to report a murder. That's nine one one, or my house is on fire. That's nine one one. Three one one is it's like very I want to kill. I'm about to slap my neighbor if he doesn't. If he doesn't move his car. Yeah. Or I found a homeless person on the street. And 
I think they might hurt themselves. Or Three, there's one, a one. rat <laughs> in my uh, yeah whatever on the subway yeah, car. Yeah, there's a rat. There's a rat dealing drugs on the uh, two yeah. doors down. We gotta yeah, yeah. we gotta cut that out. Here we go. The steamiest Sex in the City scenes aren't on HBO. They're getting called into cities into cities three one one system. New Yorkers made more than 270 sex complaints over the past year to the non-emergency hotline with reports of everything from backyard orgies to the sound of loud, ruthless <laughs> sex to the grunts of what one caller described as a sexual tyrannosaurus. That's what got Acc- me. It was that crazy got to, me. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. According to records reviewed by the Post, quote, you got to read this one. Oh, no. You got to read this one with a little character because you got to actually read it like like you're calling it 6 a.m. It's a Bronx woman. Uh, you read this because uh, it's I don't a Bronx wanna... woman. It's most likely it's most likely someone who's maybe Hispanic. Right. That's why I don't want to read it. I'm not gonna, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll just read it with a little. Listen, I'm yeah. a Christian woman. Help this girl stop having loud sex before God does. <laughs> End quote, one desperate Bronx woman told 311 in a 6 a.m. complaint this January. 6 a.m. Yeah. She waited Early. a long time before she made that call. She couldn't take it. She's like, I got to get much. them two hours. It's I got to get them much. two hours to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. The calls and online submissions, which came in between February 19, 2021 to February 9, 2022, were from all five boroughs and involved people describing all manner, all manner of carnal depravity going on in apartments next door, in this their buildings, stairways, and even he, right yeah. outside their window. Of he course, you got to do what you this. love. Do what yeah. you love, right? <laughs> I do what I love. This guy, I shouldn't this guy do what he loves. It's fine. Quote, orgy going on in backyard boobs. <laughs> boobs and penis being flashed on the street you gotta gotta read you gotta read that as if it's a dude who's real matter-of-factly calling the line and like or how can i help you uh, yeah uh, orgy orgy going on in the backyard (laughs) boobs and penis being flashed on the street he's not he's not hank hill in texas yeah but it sounds like some kind (laughs) of conservative value guy who would be this like i I wouldn't say that at all i would say this is someone who's calling real just matter-of-factly at 1 a.m. saying like yeah. 311 how can I help you and his answer is yeah oh, there's man. an orgy going on in the backyard there's boobs and penises being <laughs> flashed in the street <laughs> it's, it's that it's just yeah it's a better that's matter-of-factly a better right queen, just, yeah, yeah let me read the quotes I guess okay you gotta do good, it in good, character so the next yeah, one fair enough. is yeah go ahead uh there's an obese gay man splashing his latino lover's <laughs> cheeks with his man syrup <laughs> <laughs> that one completely caught me off guard. Or you gotta, <laughs> or you gotta. <laughs> I guess you have to kind of ask that like a question. Or you gotta be like, "Hey, look, man, there's an obese gay man splashing his Latino's lover cheeks with his man syrup." It's it's either or. It's either a question or you're real confident that you thought this out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Like, yeah, I can only describe this as uh, an obese gay man splashing his Latino lover's cheeks with his man syrup. <laughs> man <Jesus>. syrup. <laughs> this is New York, though. Like, New Yorkers are some of the most creative wordsmiths ever for anything. <laughs> like, that's just... And you'd be like, yeah, oh, I, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Like, okay, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, man. I've never... 
I've never heard the phrase man syrup before. <laughs> or or splashing. I don't know if I'll ever use that. Like, <laughs> There's a lot going on. But I I want to I want to try. I want to try to be able to use that in in sentences in a in, sentence. down the line. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I even I'll, said, I'll, look, yeah. the art the artist even I mean, the the author artist I called him an artist, but let's be real. <laughs> he is case, an artist, he is, right? He's yeah. an artist. He said a wordsmith from Brooklyn complained in August, well past midnight. Yeah. yeah. So okay. One, one Bronx, Bronx local yeah, said, "Keep reading. You can keep reading." His neighbors were having loud and ruthless sex in the middle of the afternoon while a Manhattan resident complained of a sex tea party next door, referencing gay slang for crystal meth, tea or Tina. That's I learned one. something today. I did I not just... know that crystal meth had slang, gay slang for tea. Specifically, specifically, like, gay oh, slang. you smoking that Tina? <laughs> Uh, oh, we're do? hanging do out with, say, or, or yeah, no, yeah. That, that's probably too obvious. So you're probably saying we're hanging out with Tina tonight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we had or a great it, party. Maybe, Tina was there. Yeah, man. Yeah. When, and, when's tea, when's tea was, time? When's tea yeah. time tonight? Yeah. When, when's that? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, and again, it's funny how the different boroughs seem to have like, it, you know, Queens, right? There's more backyards and stuff in Queens, right? Bigger properties in Queens. Of course. Yeah, that kind of called me up. Anytime you hear right? about a backyard in New York City, it's, yeah, it's always Queens, confusing right? at first. Queens yeah. or Staten Island, right? Where there's Staten a Island, yeah. Well, yeah. Once you get and further Brooklyn, out Brooklyn, you know, yeah. Brooklyn, it's going to be, you know, Brooklyn is, <laughs> it's, it's going to be wordsmith, right? Yeah. And the Bronx is going to be kind of just, just straight up, just, hey, there's, you know, there's just loud, ruthless sex going on up here, or someone help yeah. this woman before God does. And then Manhattan is going to be a lot of drugs, right? So it seems like this is this is if I was to make up stories, if I was to come up with like a script for this, it seems like they got all the boroughs down. Yeah. The records first obtained through a Freedom of Information Act request made by Patch and then provided to the Post are full of grumpy New Yorkers who say their neighbors are taking the city that never sleeps expression too literally. Quote. Do you want to read this quote? No, this about is the, just the oh wait, okay, let's quote, see. Quote the yeah. apartment the apartment always have loud the apartment always have loud moaning from the female occupant while having intercourse. Hard for a lonely neighbor to get a good night's sleep. And quote, a downtrodden <laughs> Queens man wrote at almost four AM. Okay, I I should read these because, yeah, because right. the you way that, that you gotta read, read Go this ahead. is man, this apartment always have loud moaning from the female occupant, always having intercourses. You missed you miss the intercourses <laughs> because it's very important to have the plural of this in there. Hard for a lonely neighbor to get a good night's sleep. Man. That's a man who is that's a man who's saying, This is always happening. And he had to put in, I'm a lonely neighbor. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a good night's sleep. I get it. It sounds like fun, but I'm just trying to get to sleep so I can go to work in the morning. It's always having loud moaning from the female occupant, always having intercourses. Yeah, yeah, that you're right. I did miss the plural. <laughs> yeah, it's very important because he's Once basically you get the plural saying, in there. He's basically it, saying this has happened before, and at first it's like okay, I could laugh at it, ha ha. But now it's like, man, she always seems to be having fun, and I'm over here by myself. When I talk to her, she don't even say nothing to me. She just walks yeah. right by me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go. One Brooklyn resident told three three one one that carnal moans kept him up well into the, well into the night, and he lost his job because of oversleeping. <laughs> Jesus, 
Yeah. Another Brooklynite said it was once impossible to access their apartment without walking through eight to nine people having an orgy in the staircase. Living an orgy in the staircase, (laughs) bro. You gotta move. You have to move if you can't walk up your. Because again, this is probably a walk up too, right? Like, there's no elevator. Yeah. So you're probably got a couple of bags of groceries, right? You got a pizza in one hand. You're just trying to get up to your room. So you can just watch something and go to sleep, and you, you get to the top. Her. You you get to the middle of the stairwell, yeah. and it's just it's just yeah. syrup and Latin cheese, man syrup. It's just man syrup, man <laughs> syrup. And sometimes sometimes you just get hit with some stray man syrup as you're walking home. You're like, oh, God damn it, I didn't need this. Oh, I didn't God. need this. I'm a I'm a morning shower person. I'm just trying to get home. I got takeout, and now. <laughs> you, you you gotta like how do you get through oh excuse me sorry excuse excuse yeah, oh, yeah. oh thanks, whoops thanks, i stepped on you i didn't mean to step yeah. on you sorry and god new you, york stairwells have to be some of the nastiest areas ever yeah but why what kind of what kind of orgy is like <laughs> where are we gonna where are we gonna do this where is it on it's tea time in the stairwell what what do you mean but no one has a bed there's got to be more going on in that story than in the stairwell yeah. multiple I think, times. I, I, it's a I think nice Tina, stairwell. I think Tina is part of this. That's what I said. Tea time. Tea time's yeah. at the stairwell. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's yeah. Tina. T- Tina's part of this party. Mm-hmm. I've slept Probably. through earthquakes and fires in my life, but I couldn't sleep through this. <laughs> yep. There you go. That's another quote. A person in Queens said a neighbor was... Sh- <laughs> Was shouting loudly that he is shouting loudly that he is a sexual tyrannosaurus. Please make him stop. End quote. They begged. (laughs) While police investigated all the complaints, records show almost all were made in vain. The vast majority of grievances were labeled unfounded, unnecessary, or not criminal. 17 were logged as unable to enter, two as gone on arrival, and three were referred to another agency. But 311 records don't say which. Three more were labeled as other without more details. That's probably the staircase one. Yeah, we don't even know what to do with this. We're just going to walk yeah. away. Yeah, one address right. one address in Broad Channel, Queens, received more than 50 complaints in the past year. But the homeowner insists that his family is being pranked or harassed. A series of grievances lodged by anonymous person online said the location hosts massive sex parties with, I guess, junk slapping my window. <laughs> I guess. What, I don't what's know what the J, J would mean? be for? J dash dash dash. Oh, jizz. It's probably jizz. Oh, jeez. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Man syrup. Man syrup slapping my window. <laughs> Assuming that's what man syrup is. I mean, the in the context of that whole sentence about the man syrup, I can't get past it because that could literally be anything. Oh, some of these complaints are great. <laughs> okay, so parties with, let's say, jizz slapping my window, gang bangs, and people dressed as Jason X, Freddie, Pennywise, and Mike Myers, all while the Velveteen, while the Velveteen Dreams theme song plays. <laughs> o to the R to the G to the Y. Put it all together and you get an orgy party. <laughs> go ahead, continue. You got it. Come gotta, on down. You they are letting the, the there booties go. hit the floor and watch a broke back mountain. They are screaming cowabunga and orgy. I guess they got a hor- I guess they got horny during hibernation. Stop these sex fiends. <laughs> Screaming cowabunga and orgy. They are letting the booties hit the floor. Yeah. A resident at the address told the post, 
quote, I know for a fact someone is trying to mess with me. It's false. I have two young children, end quote. She added, what does that have to do with anything? Oh, so they're saying somebody <laughs> called this, said this residence. So someone yeah. just wrote this in and they showed, police showed up and she's like, nothing's happening here. I got two young kids. Yeah. So you got, you got a husband, you got a baby daddy, you got a, you got a man friend there too. What do the kids have to do with it? They're asleep. Anyway, <laughs> the family says the police have been to their house multiple times to respond to allegations and records show and records show all the complaints against their house have been marked unfounded or necessary, unfounded or necessary. That's the quote. It seems like unnecessary or unnecessary. I don't know. That's a strike against your Pulitzer Prize. Back yeah. in the Bronx, a neighbor said that in April 2021, when the final COVID-19 stimulus checks were being sent to Americans, he heard banging and loud moaning, followed by the lines, how's this, Stimmy, baby? <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's... Real bad. That's not, that's not even, that's awful. That's, that's the end of the night, right? Like if someone said that ladies, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Excuse me. What? Take, take away your consent. <laughs> yeah. I do not it's consent over. to this anymore. It's done. Yeah. Ladies or guys, like whoever's on the receiving end of that line, night's over. It's it. Send that, send that dude home. It's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> oh God. All right. One Manhattan night even complained his neighbors perverted Christmas carols during their dalliance. Never knew that was a word. Yes, that dalliance. Mean? Okay. Go ahead. Take us home. Let's read this quote. Some guy is singing jingle balls at the top of his voice, <laughs> while another person is screaming, yes, daddy, come down my chimney. The complaint made on December 23rd, 2021 said, it is too late for this. It has been going on for hours, and I'm tired of these people singing Christmas carols while they have sex all day. End quote. Now, this is another one of these situations, but considering the timing, you have a very small window where you can use that. Otherwise, gross. Like the, I mean, it's gross at that moment, too. I don't like it. I can't approve of it. I do like a good pun, though. So I'll give that one a pass. Only between the date, only from December 23rd to December 25th. The moment it's midnight, December, it's 12 a.m. December 26th, over, 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 over. Same as the stimmy line. Gotta go. Now, not to ruin the fun of this story, because it's a fun story, right? It's a great story. It's a lot of fun. How many of these complaints do you think are exaggerated for just people tiring, tired of overhearing the people who live above them, most likely? Or next to them. From oh, for sure. It's like having 90%. Audible, right? Because it's, it's, it's like, I'm going to make but, this joke of just, it's two, it's, you know, it's two guys who are just, they're having a night, and this guy decided to write in, you know, this there's an obese gay man splashing his Latino's lover's cheeks with his man syrup, even though he knows that's Jose next door, and he's got a boyfriend. Right. Look, I, I'm sure... You have to you have to go out of your way to make these calls. You're not doing it just for fun, right? So somebody is clearly yeah. disturbing the peace, quote yes. unquote, or disturb. Let me let me rephrase: disturbing your peace, yes. right? Whatever that line is. And this article is not so much telling me that oh, there's a lot of loud people having sex. It's just like people are fucking hilarious. Yes, I mean, but, but that's New York, though, right? Like that's one of the thing about yeah. living in New York is that people generally are hilarious. When you live with 10 million other people, 
Yeah. And you grow up in an area where you've lived with 10 million other people. It gives you a really great sense of humor. Right. And you put that in perspective. How many 270 complaints over the course of a year? That's not that many. No. That's with not 10 a lot. million people? Yeah. Right? That's not a lot of people. So I would assume, hey, look, and I mean, you've lived in an apartment for a long time. Yeah. You've lived in the same apartment. Yep. I didn't really have these issues, I think maybe once, but I've always lived in apartments. So even when I lived in LA, my apartment was pretty good. If anything, when I was in San Francisco, there was more issues, but I was renting a I was renting a room. And it's just like, all right, like I'm really tired and I'm trying to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Or I gotta wake up early. And it's just, you know, look, I get it, right? People are having a good time. They're, you know, they're they're having a special moment with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I get it. But I'm assuming that most of these calls are just people trying to make jokes to get the police to come over. Old Jimmy's house, who Jimmy seems to, you know, Jimmy's trying to let me know that he's having a good time. And Jimmy, you don't got to be that loud, man. Chill out. Yeah. yeah you calm <laughs> I don't down need to hear how's the stimmy now. Like, I don't need to hear all that, Jimmy. Come on. <laughs> no, no one ever. No one ever needs to hear that. Yeah. Never. No. And so, I, so, I'm, so I'm asking you this. And you've been in your apartment now for almost a decade. Mm-hmm. As long as I've known you, you've lived in the same place. Sure. How often are you woken up? By someone else's midnight meanderings. Woken up? Never. Never, never that bad. Um I've I've been woken up by people yelling at each other at the top of their lungs. There used to be someone in the building who this would happen like maybe once every other week for about a for about like a three months. And then that that situation resolved itself somehow. I don't want to ask questions about how, but either way, it was always like someone yelling at the top of their lungs, it got crazy, and that was it. Um Anyway, that was a while ago. <clears throat> Sometimes you'll hear, you know, you, you hear some action going on. Sure. And I've probably said it on this podcast at some point, but the, the one that stands out to me that I heard definitely like neighbor on the other side of my wall. And all I hear is this guy. <clears throat> I don't hear the girl. I hear the guy. <laughs> and what do I hear? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Wow, we <laughs> now. <laughs> I I don't know if that's worse than the stimmy line, but it's got to be like that's a oof. That's rough. That's a rough one. Next time, yeah, that's, next that's time that happens, you got to call. You got to. It's been years. Long. It's been years <laughs> since that happened. And but that stood out to me. I just started cracking up laughing. I just couldn't. How could you not? That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I look, it's yeah. A, it's a big city apartment building problem. Is it a problem? Just it's a it's a I think it's a it's problem not, if it's if it's excessive. Like I, I think it can be, if, yeah. Yeah, like I okay. think, and I look, I'm gonna assume this happens in hotel rooms a lot sure. as well, right? Like yeah. in hotel rooms where people are like, I never have to see any of these people again, right? They're not my neighbors. They're my neighbors for a night or two nights. This yeah, is unless to, unless this is where you're hypo- let loose, right? Unless unless you're hypothetically and in Vegas at a hockey tournament, and a guy and his girlfriend are like at the the room adjacent to yours, hypothetically speaking, of course. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's like, you know, never have to hear it again or some people just, you know, that's that's part of the process for them. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Good times. All yeah, right. So what great, did you. Yeah. Also, I got to. So I'm going to give one more shout out for this article, and that is the choice of um, stock images. 
<laughs> Very yeah, creative. There's a, of, there's a lot of stock there's images a, for some reason. Lot, like a lot of lot, he, because he could. He's like, "What's my budget? Great, awesome." This is well, it's get probably a lot of not him who's doing ads. the the stock the stock images, right? It's probably the editor. All right. So what kind of what, what kind of uh, shit did you find on uh, old Benny here? Ben. Kessling, oh, what's well, funny because his because his articles after this, it's like bizarro world. It's like he got a chance to write this. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to find his thing again. New York Post. Right, so if you click on his name, yeah, he reported stuff about uh, Serena Williams and uh, Ben Shapiro. What he said about the, the most ridiculous yeah, criticism so he's of obviously Biden, like a real, like he's a real reporter, but mm-hmm. he just had a moment to write this article, which seemed yeah. to give him great delight, because I'm assuming he probably lives somewhere. I don't know where the New York Post offices are, but I'm New assuming York. that he probably lives in Brooklyn somewhere, and he's probably mm-hmm. had many a night that he's been woken up by. You know, man syrup. <laughs> man syrup. That's definitely going to be the name of this podcast. I was originally going to call it Trojan Horse, but it's got to be man syrup now, right? Ugh, it's gross. It's very gross. It really is, but also <laughs> hilarious. So I'm going to write that down. That's going to be the title of this episode. Okay. Reddish, bluish, black, and Jewish. I don't want to talk about it. All right. Let's just get into <laughs> Let's get into some fun stuff. Sure. Um, when I was... Talking about the Uncharted movie last week, I actually had a different uh, name in mind for the Paul Giamatti game. So we're going to use that one. Who's older? Nathan Fillion. Fillion? 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 I don't know who that That is. That guy. He was in Serenity, Firefly. He uh, he's the guy who was like, he should play Nathan Drake. Can you send me an image of him? So I don't Uh, look it up. Sure. Let me see. Because I, I, I really don't know who this guy is. Okay. There you go. Because I, I didn't watch Firefly. I'm not, a, I'm not a giant sci-fi fan. I enjoy sci-fi, but I'm not a big giant that sci-fi guy? fan. So this is probably a bad one because I just don't know who he is. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I've seen this guy's face before. Yeah, he's around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming he's younger than Paul Giamatti. He looks younger. I'm going to assume he's, a, he's two years younger like he's 51, so three years younger than Paul Giamatti. Very close. Paul Giamatti, though, getting up in the age. He's actually four years younger. He is 50 yeah, years okay. old. Yeah, so okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Very okay. close, though. Yeah, yeah. And he looks great. I mean, that guy doesn't seem to ever age. But that was the guy who people were like, he should be playing Nathan Drake because he literally looks just like Nathan Drake in the games. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's wild. Um. Anyway, let's get to some media therapy here. Uh. What have you watched? I'll I watched save, Dune. Uh, right. Yeah. And you know what? Academy make, Award Academy Award nominated Dune. I'm making fun of Alice for this, right? Because Alice oh. hates these movies. She hates mm-hmm. them, right? Hates Anything them. sci-fi. This is why I tend to not watch many of these movies because, you know, you try to watch things together and anything of the list of like anything that's not like seated in any type of reality that you can like go outside and see, not a big fan of. Mm-hmm. So, and look, I get it, right? So I turned on Dune because we said we're going to watch all of the Academy Award Best Picture movies, which Dune is one of, right? Dune has been nominated for Best Picture. And I said, well, we got to watch all the movies, right? If you're going to make me watch West Side Story, yeah, you got to watch this, right? It's all, all is fair, right? When it comes to the Academy Award movies, right? You got to watch all of them. So I've watched... A lot of movies that I probably wouldn't w- watch any other time. So I'm, I'm looking for the movie list. So yeah, like I watched Belfast, right? I don't think I talked about watching Belfast, which I still can. I've watched Coda. I've watched Don't Look Up. 
I haven't watched Drive My Car. Watch Dune. Watch King Richard. Watch Licorice Pizza. Like, Licorice Pizza, not really my thing, but whatever. I also watched Nightmare Alley. So I've actually seen more movies since we've talked. So we should talk about a couple of these. But I'm going to talk about Dune first, right? Yeah. 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 Dune. Mm -hmm. Because I saw it. I could could relate to this. Saw it a long time ago, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And the thing it's that you quoted about Dune is that Zendaya is like in this movie, but she's not. <laughs> yeah, Zendaya's in the movie for like 30 seconds. Also, yeah. <laughs> the thing is that Rebecca Ferguson is crying for like a good 40% of this movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you do I what I requested? I don't remember what you requested. I requested, yeah, well, then clearly you didn't do it. Because I, I asked you if you could keep track of how much time Rebecca Ferguson is crying on screen. Oh, it's it's a lot, but it's yeah, like and it's like streaming tears down her face, crying yeah. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. not subtle. But what what I was gonna say is, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was gonna enjoy it. Yeah. Um, this is going to win for best visual effects. This movie is stunning. It's a great looking movie. The yeah. soundtrack is awesome. Like all of it is really, really, really good. Um, the story. It's kind of dumb, and it's mostly because it's dumb because it's not done. <laughs> like, it ends, and it's right. like, oh, this is it? And they're like, yeah, come back for part two in two years. And I'm like, I'm not going to remember any of this. I can't keep track of the names. I don't know who house this and house that is. It's a little bit like Game of Thrones. But, like, the first, like, the actual set piece when they're, like, blowing up cities and doing stuff looks great. It's a great-looking movie. Um, so I just enjoyed it visually and from the audio as well. I just love looking at this thing. It was great. It was a great two hours just to stare at visual effects and sci-fi. I loved it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I think I said that when I saw the movie where I was like, this is a great chunk of a movie. Yeah, it's great. Like it <laughs> it's is a great it first is, half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not complete. It's like far from it. I don't know how you would factor that into establishing a best movie category right because is it the best movie it can never on its own be considered like the best movie no. because like you got to put two of them not, together right yeah and then when the second one comes out then maybe but the second one can't possibly exist without the first one so then you're kind of in this weird quandary not that and this is why awards are stupid because it doesn't necessarily have to be binary one way or the other yeah. but this was made allegedly not knowing whether a second one was going to exist yeah and if that was true yeah. then fuck you man like I mean, kind of- but this this movie is like filled with stars in it. Oh yeah. So to yeah, think they- that this wouldn't, I mean, specifically the amount of money that they spent on this thing, right? Like you would assume this would get a sequel, just given the people who are in it. And you know, I'm going to spoil this a bit, but you know, they they kill a lot of people in it. Yeah, so it's a lot of like all that star power in the second one. Yeah, like the second one, you just got to pay for old Timothy for him to mm-hmm. show back up and Zendaya. You're good. You got two young stars, right? You're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, I really enjoyed the audio from this movie. Like oh, I, yeah. it, I, I was a little upset as I was watching this, going like, "Man, I really, this is one of those movies where you wish you could just go watch in a movie theater that you could just like be there. All right, I'm done watching at home, and I've got a pretty decent setup at home, but not to the level of of what I would assume if you're in a real movie theater with the visuals yeah. and the sound and the bass. So yeah, I really, I enjoyed this movie way more than I thought I was going to. I really liked it. Yeah, um, I saw so, it in yeah, Dolby. And as yep. a uh, the uh, Dolby theater, and as a as an audio visual experience, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, really yeah. Cool. This this movie is like made for being in the movie. I see why they delayed it. It's made for being in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know anything about Dune. I don't know anything about. I mean, this is the, this is like one of the most popular sci fi books of all time. Is Dune? People love Dune. Well, I need um, to. It, it's interesting because 
Dune is one of those things where you watch it without knowing anything about it. And you could think that a lot of the ideas are contrived or, oh, we've seen this before. But Dune was like the originator of a lot of those ideas. Yeah. So if you're going to respect the material, then you have to do that. And you're going to see a lot of the same things again. So it's interesting to see that realized. The problem with Dune, though, is that Dune was written in 1965. I'm like, do I really want to read a book written in 1965? No. No. But I think I will because now I'm interested. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed the movie. I highly recommended it if you're a big visual effects sci-fi fan. It's a great movie to watch if you just like, like if you like Star Wars, you like this. It's cool. Really mm-hmm. great character design, cool, cool ships, right? Cool costumes, cool monster. Like it's good. Like I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun movie too. All right. Well, since I'm going down the rest of my movies, I totally forgot that I watched this. I watched Belfast. So we'll go to Belfast next. Yeah, this is Mm-hmm. Did you watch Belfast? Have you seen it? No. Um, it's it's good. Um, it's definitely one of those coming of age stories. It's it's specifically about what they call the troubles. So it's sort of the you know when the pro when the when the Protestant and Catholic people in Ireland were sort of kind of going at each other at the line between sort of the Republic of Ireland and sort of whatever the the free area of Ireland's called. Sorry, my Irish history is terrible. Yeah, um, you're not a you're not an expert in uh, Irish history. No. No, no. But oh, I all I know is that it's called oh. the troubles from a history standpoint. So it's basically, you know, when they when you had the the IR was it the IRA? Um when you had the IRA and you had all these groups. So you had Northern Ireland versus the Republic of Ireland. Um, and so it's sort of like this guerrilla warfare, you know, people like going into crossing the border, going into streets, you know, rioting, you know, um, looting stores and stuff of Catholic neighborhoods. And so that's kind of what it's around. That's kind of the, you know, it's a coming of age story of this family who is kind of in this, who's in this part of Ireland when these, when this stuff is going on. Um, so it's definitely Oscar bait. Yeah. It's a good movie, but it was made to go win an Oscar. Um, I don't think it's going to win, but it's very good. I think People it's actually it. based on Kenneth. Is it Kenneth Vaughn? Is he the director? Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Sorry. Um, I think it's actually based on his life. Like it's based on his life of growing up in Ireland and then moving to the UK when he was a young a young boy, a ten year old, because of all the stuff that's going on here. Um, I think that it probably won't win it was good um but yeah it's a it's a good oscar bait movie it's all in black and white there are color portions in it you can kind of tell that he's kind of trying to at the beginning of the movie be like hey ireland's not so bad anymore but let's go back into a time when ireland was not so great um Mm -hmm. so you can kind of tell that he's like hey i'm just telling a story i don't want to trash my the place i'm from (laughs) um but it was good i'd uh i'd recommend it if you want to watch an oscar movie is it it's like the definition like of an Oscar? A movie. fun movie? I can't tell if it's meant to be like serious uh, there's some or co- there's some comedic parts or in it. What? Like again, it it there's it's not it's a serious topic, but it's about a family, right? So you have the family dynamics of you know this young kid and his older brother, you know, and the mother and the father, and they're going to back and forth. The father's traveling for work and he's coming home all the time, and the mother's like, "Hey, you're not here to help me take care of these kids who are you know going to be real exposed to people looting stores and doing this stuff." And the the kid's got a this friend who's this girl who kind of gets him into trouble. So like it's mm-hmm. it's it it didn't make me sit there and cry. 
it was a it was a pretty good movie. It had lightheartedness in it. It had serious, mo- you know, moments. It's a typical Oscar movie. That's not too much of any one thing, right? Okay. Like for the Oscars, you got to kind of have a little bit of humor, but then you got to tell like a really important message. Like that's how you make a good Oscar movie. So yeah, it's just kind of stereotypically. It's got the dude from Fifty Shades of Grey in it. Okay, because he's Irish. So is that a selling point? I mean, maybe if you like Fifty Shades of Grey, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's not really. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Judy Dench is in it. She's playing an old woman. There's a sub. Wow, wow. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. I'm really selling this movie, aren't I? Yeah, you're really just saying how it is. Judy Dench. Oh, she's playing an old woman. Interesting. Look, it's, it's it's a lot like Roma, to be honest. It's very similar, like vibe to Roma. Did you ever okay, watch getting, Roma? Getting colder on it. No. Okay, that yeah. that was a movie that I just looked at. I'm like, this is gonna bore the shit. I really out. liked I'm Roma. Good. I thought Roma was great, but that's okay. what I mean. These are Oscar movies. These are movies that you get like that you watch, and a bunch of people clap afterwards and talk about you know you know the troubles of the times. Like that's that's what it is. All right, so, cool. Yeah. All right. The last movie I watched was Nightmare Alley. Did you talk about West Side Story here? I, I haven't seen West Side Story yet. Oh, so I the two movies I have okay. left. I've got three movies left. I've got don't. I've got Drive My Car. Power of the Dog and West Side Story. So those Power of the Dog that are left apparently great. That's uh, it's got the yeah. batch. I'm gonna get to it. I've got to find yeah. Drive My Car mm-hmm. because that might be great. And West Side Story, I'm expecting to be another musical of West Side Story that's on film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely a yeah. thing that happens in it. Mm-hmm. So Nightmare Alley. Sure. This has that's my favorite movie that I've seen so far. Wow. Go on. I like the like it's it's a Guillermo del Toro movie, mm-hmm. so it's got a bit of Shape of Water vibes in there without the weird fish sex in it. <laughs> What's weird about that? At the end, that movie got weird at the end. I didn't, that's what threw. I was like, okay, fine. There's this little fish to monster, you. and then she goes into a bath, and it's weird. So this this is specifically about. <laughs> so it's got. So this movie's got Bradley Cooper in it. Mm-hmm. And it's basically about this guy who's kind of a he's kind of a traveling con man in a way. It's a remake, actually. It is a remake. So it's it's basically he kind of joins into this carnival as a as a carny doing all these different shows, right? So it's like, you know, he goes into this thing and there's a guy eating a chicken, eating a live chicken, and they're doing all this stuff. And he kind of learns the tricks of the trade of being, you know, of being one of these one of these psychic con artists who's like, come up here and tell me about your, you know, tell me about your this or tell me about your that. And I'm going to, you know, in my mind, I'm going to tell you, this is what you actually think, or these are the things, this is what's inside of your bag. Right. So it's basically the story of this con artist who kind of goes through his life, you know, doing all this different, all these different sort of carny psychologist tricks and not to spoil it, but he basically at one of his shows, he gets interrupted by a psychologist who is like, this is all fake. And he kind of turns it around and they become kind of like, you know, she kind of, he goes to her and goes, you're the one, you're the only one who's ever been able to see through this. And they sort of build this relationship, which is through him conning this really rich guy. So that's the best way I can put it without spoiling it. I really enjoyed it. It was my favorite just because I really liked the way that it looked. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a big fan of a bunch of like 40s and 50s stuff. I really enjoyed the vibe of it. It was a little kind of film noir, a little dark. 
um it just caught me at a good time that i was like this movie's really great like i just really enjoyed it i enjoyed it from start to finish i thought bradley cooper was great in it um i i recommend that you watch this movie it's not scary there's not a ton of you know blood and stuff it's kind of got a psychological thriller vibe to it so Uh just from a pure watching standpoint i really enjoyed it so the the movies that i really enjoyed on this list like really enjoyed i really enjoyed coda i think coda should win i think coda's great um nightmare alley would be would be probably first for me but second if i'm judging oscar movies so out of the movies i've seen i think i hate to say it but i think licorice pizza so far has been the one i'm like it's fine it's just weird paul thomas anderson like it's just a little odd and it's like fine it's fine i enjoyed it but it's not it's not something i'm gonna watch again nightmare alley i totally watch again i thought that movie was great so yeah, and then um, and then Dune, you're just you're just crossing that off the list because it's not going to win because it's, it's not a visual. It's not a full movie. movie. Yeah, it's a big. It's a it's not a full movie, and it's a big visual effects movie. I hope it wins for best sound and best visual effects, but that's yeah. about all it's going to win for. All right, fair enough. So I got well, three movies left, and I got what three weeks. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll power through the rest of them. Um, I'm hoping Drive My Car is good because it's the first Japanese film to ever be nominated for an Oscar. So I'm hoping it's really good because I hope it's very similar to Parasite, right? I loved Parasite. That movie was great. Well, that was Korean, so. That's, no, 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 no. That's my different. point because that was the first Korean movie to ever be nominated right. for a film. This is the first Japanese movie. So for yeah. me, foreign language films, if they ever get it, like I thought Roma should have won. Like I like the idea of people making movies that are really good and it just doesn't need to be in English. Right. Um, otherwise, it's very form- formulaic of making an Oscar movie if it's in English. And that's what I don't like. I don't like watching a movie that's like, oh, you're trying to win an Oscar versus being like, I just made a really fun movie like Parasite or I'm assuming like Drive My Car and I'm not even thinking about the Oscars. It just kind of happens, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's why, well, that, uh, it's why that movie, what was it? The movie with Francis McDormand. That's why I hated that movie because that movie was just reeked of Oscar. Oh, um, the the one that won last year yeah it just reeked of like i'm trying to win oh, an no oscar. man like, no man land no man it's like ugh, enough yeah no one no one's rewatching that movie no um, so yeah that's my media therapy cool. saw three great movies haven't started horizon for ben west but i think i'm gonna start it the minute we finish this podcast so love it can't wait all right so um i saw two movies i saw death on the nile okay uh, yeah yeah i i did not see Oddly enough, I don't think I ever saw the um, the first Kenneth Branagh Hercule Poirot joint, which was uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Not because I didn't want to. I just never did. So mm. you don't really need to see that one to understand this one. It's just an no. isolated murder mystery. Um, I enjoyed it. I don't know anything about the source material other than it's a murder mystery. Ensemble cast. Everybody's great. Having a good time. Um Good looking movie, well directed. Kenneth Branagh knows the shit. I mean, you just said directed, um, Oscar nominated uh, Belfast. So yeah, it's good director. Guy's good. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, and he he's a good, fun detective as Hercule Poirot. You get some really weird. There's some nonsense in this movie. Like the first scene and the last scene, I was like, the they don't need to be in this movie. It also has one of the most ridiculous dance sequences I've ever seen in a movie. It's like these two people might as well be banging on the dance floor. It's like you don't need to dwell on this for this <laughs> long to get your point across, but here we are. Like it was it was the point where you're like, okay, got it. They're they're a couple. They're dancing. 
And then it just gets to, okay, they're dancing intimately. Okay, I've never seen a dance like this before. That's an interesting move. Now they're just like dancing as if they're going at it doggy style. Like this is a real thing that happens where like people are laughing. I was laughing <laughs> three minutes into the scene of watching these two dance. But anyway, fun movie, good time. Um, good whodunit, especially if you don't know the source material, because then you're like, oh, I wonder who it is. And it's like, I think it's this person. A lot of that classic misdirection. Again, similar to the thing with... Um, uh, with Dune and for sci-fi, it's tropey, but you know Agatha Christie wrote the tropes, so wrote everything that became the tropes. So in that sense, it works. Um, and then yesterday I saw the Batman, starring Robert Pattinson, as he shall now be known as. That's right. You're welcome. Yep. It was just it's just there for the taking. I don't know why I've never heard that, but I'm sure people say it all the time. This movie's three hours long, mm-hmm. two hours, 56 minutes. Um, it is very, it's, it's a very good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it's continuing with this trend. I don't know at what point we were like, oh, um, a lot of these comic book movies now have to be super dark yeah, and well, like, violent. Well, the and Dark Knight. Really fucked right? up. The Dark Knight started it. But that was still fun. Like, it I mean, was, but it, it started the making it like making Batman like the Joker while it was fun, and that was the first really dark look at what the Joker would be. I know Joaquin Phoenix made it even darker, but I mean that's why Heath Ledger won. I know it was posthumously, but he won that award because like that was really pretty deranged to watch. It was fun, but it was also like, whoa, this guy is like this is really what you would expect the Joker to be. Yeah, and that to me kicked it off, where all the DC stuff is just real moody. <laughs> yeah, but it was still fun. There was still like humor. Like I, I don't know, there was just a certain fun to that movie, and then it was what Rises took too far because it was just completely bananas and bad. But you know how I feel about that. Yes. Um, and I think that Begins is still my favorite of all the of every bad movie but so at I, the same time though you know why that's one of my favorites is because scarecrow or, was actually really creepy right like they didn't give I, me enough of scarecrow with the burlap sack mask of the psychiatry like i i'm down with getting psychological thriller-esque and that's what makes batman really good is that all of his villains are all psychotic yeah they're not just it's not like superman where you're like okay here's an alien from space who's really strong it's like all these people have some type of mental depravity and you could argue Batman is mentally insane too. So yeah, that whole but, world is really kind of prime for making really dark movies. So. But I wonder, are we ever going to get back to a point where you can get to these more over the top villains in not, not for DC Batman. No, EU? I think like Batman. No, are I we never going to see Mr. F- a Mr. Freeze? Like, I don't no, think we're ever going to see that again. I don't think you're ever you ever going to see, like, uh, it's going to be really like, what's dark, that, like his like wife clay and, face yeah. or something yeah. like that. You're, you're never really going to see anything like that. They're just going to make him a mobster, which is kind of what they do with all the villains in this movie. It's like every villain yeah. is a mobster. A, I, well, that's yeah. that's not true because the Riddler itself is just basically a serial killer. Yeah, but this movie's intense. This movie is you look at the trailer. I actually was listening to a review of it earlier. And one of the one of the ways it was described is perfect. Like, watch the trailer. It is that for three hours. Like yeah. it, it is yeah. explicitly, it is not hiding what it is. That is what it is. And if you like that trailer, you will like the movie. 
And if you don't like the trailer, you won't like this movie. I really like the movie. It was very unique for a Batman movie. It felt old and new and modern. I think Matt Reeves is just an awesome director. I mean, that guy hasn't missed. Um, You know, the guy seems to know what he's doing. I thought Robert Pattinson was good. Also, as far as Batman movies go, this is definitely a Batman movie. He is Batman 90% of this movie. And when he's Bruce Wayne, he barely says a word. Hell, when he's Batman, he barely says a word. Let's be real. The real star of this movie, Jeffrey Wright. That guy, people are going to say, oh, Zoe Kravitz. Oh, Colin Farrell. You have no idea it's Colin Farrell. Again, Zoe Kravitz is great. And yes, you have no idea it's Colin Farrell. Cool. Jeffrey Wright as Gordon is like the real heart of this movie because when he's playing, because he's constantly with Robert Pattinson as Batman. And when Batman doesn't say shit and it's just brooding, it's like on Jeffrey Wright to actually fill, fill that void to make some sense of what's going on and be like, and add some life and character to the movie. And he does an awesome job because Jeffrey Wright's the best the guy's great. So he's going to go underrated in this role, but damn it, that guy's great. And I could just see a movie of just him. I got for three hours. I could just watch him like talk shit to Robert Pattinson for some time. And it's good. And it'll be a lot of fun. So, do I recommend the movie? Hell yeah, it's Batman. But if you don't, if you if you're not gonna give a shit about a Batman movie, don't watch it. Begins yeah. is still the best movie as far as balance goes. It sucks that if Begins had better action sequences, it would be a perfect. It would be it would be the best Batman movie hands down. No one would even think twice about it. Yeah, but no one didn't really know what he was doing. This one has some of the most visceral action sequences. Like th- this Batman does not give a fuck. He just straight up like punches people in the face and you feel right, it. Which like, is kind of what Batman is always supposed to be, right? Yeah. Batman's always supposed to be just real. You know, it's, he's he's a vigilante. Like, yeah. And not always the great. I mean, I always remember all of my, the comic book nerds that I know talk about Batman in some series walking around with a gun. Yeah, like not, he didn't have gadgets. He just had a pistol. He had dude, a pistol this, and a mask, and he was walking he around is, just, just, just pow, hitting people over the head with the gun. That's just there, what he did. There is at least two times in the movie where he shoots the grappling hook and it goes like through a dude's leg. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's and that's he, what this is. This is supposed to be just Batman being real brutal and moody. Yeah, because it's like um, year two. It's basically Batman yeah. year two, and he's still figuring it out and. I think it plays really well. It's cool. Like when I say it's dark, I don't just mean thematically. I mean, like it is literally dark all the time in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I'm I'm just looking at like the, yeah, like Scarecrow for me and with Cillian Murphy, who is now a, a, a legitimate actor in his own right, is like, it's really creepy looking at this mask and how they just didn't like Nolan was kind of trying to figure out what the hell Batman is to be honest that's what it felt like like he's like I got this character with a bunch of comic book stuff that I got to kind of make a movie out of so he was trying to make a movie instead of making a Batman movie mm-hmm. with a second one he's making a Batman movie because like he had the scarecrow theme like yeah that's really like the psychological part of you know this guy who puts on this mask and it's like it's not really like he's flying around with superpowers he's just really kind of creepy manipulating people but that movie, an action sequence, you're right, because it's just kind of a mess because it's got the train in it. Like there's a lot of stuff going on in that Batman Begins movie. Well, the it's problem with the with the action is that it's just horribly shot and you have no idea what's yeah. happening. So it's like you set up this cool instance, you're like, well, that's cool. And you kind of fill in the blanks with what's going on, but it's just a mess. Like you watch yeah. any of those sequences. Like there's that awesome scene in Begins where he's like 
you should have brought more guys. And then, uh, and then Liam Neeson's like, fair enough. And then two more guys drop down and then they go into this fight scene. You don't really see anything in that fight scene, but the concept is so cool. And you're like, Oh cool. He's going to fight through these four dudes. But it's just like a bunch of the shots are too close. Well, it's well, just that, tough to track like, anything. At this point, like how many times we need like I'm always for a good origin story. Mm-hmm. Batman's one of those origin stories we don't have to keep telling. Right. right. And you didn't have to do like, it we here. We all know but, the story. Yeah. But begins did it cool where it was like, oh, he's trained by ninjas. That's that's dope. Yeah, it's that's fine. Great. But it's also just kind of like, all right, get on with it. Like we know how Batman is kind of formed. It's it's different versions of this. Where he's like, he's afraid of bats, and he learns that, you know, the bat is his fear, and he, you know, he brings out the fear in others. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we know the story of Batman. Like, we get it. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad this movie was good, though, because we did a yeah. lot of uh, vehicle scenes and Batmobile rain and all that stuff. Was all, oh, yeah. Uh, the bat, the Batmobile, the, the chase cool. sequence in the Batmobile is, like... It's cool. It's very loud, cool. man. Yeah. Like, I, this, you got to see it in the theater. If you have any interest in seeing this movie, see it in a theater before it leaves. Yeah. Because... yeah. I may I may have to see it again in uh, in Dolby just to see what it's like on that large screen with like actual better black levels because I saw it in Alamo it was good it was fine um, but I can only imagine what this is like in Dolby it's probably bananas and yeah I think I think everybody did a good job it's a cool take um, I'm sure it'll be really successful and we'll see more of this um, yeah. yeah overall quality quality bat movie quality uh, little murder serial killer thing going on here as well with the the riddler the riddler in this is like really fucked up <laughs> like it's, there's some like nothing nothing's really like explicitly shown which is good for me so it it like kind of pushes that pg-13 to the point of your imagination is going to fill in more disturbing blanks than you know something like a saw will but there's some things that were clearly like saw inspired you're like gross really gross hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, Batman out of all of this, all of the superheroes is the most cinematic, and I would say that's honestly by far, like that story of this character and all of their villains is the most cinematic out of any of the superheroes, Marvel or DC, just is. Yeah. So I'm glad that finally you get legitimate directors who want to tell Batman stories and legitimate actors who want to be in it. And it's not that George Clooney wasn't a legitimate actor, but he's just you know that was a hey, let's make a superhero movie, and it's like yeah, let's put some jokes in there, and it's fun. I'd argue Batman, there's other superheroes that do that better. Like Iron Man was the perfect example of like, yeah, Iron Man should be kind of fun. It's a rich guy. It's a rich guy who's not Bruce Wayne and brooding, right? He's got his problems, but he's also just having fun being the like, yeah, I'm Iron Man. And it's just fun because he's like, yeah, everyone knows I'm Iron Man because <laughs> I just tell him like, yeah, that's me. I'm Tony Stark. I'm Iron Man where Batman's a little different, right? So like, I think there's just other, there's to answer your question earlier, I just think there's a, there's better superheroes to to have a bit more jovial take on things. I think Marvel does that really really well, and I think DC has to figure out which of their characters they can do that with. The Flash, I hope, is one of, like Shazam did a good job, right, with some of the comedy and stuff in there. I hope Shazam can do that as well because another Shazam movie coming out. Um, I I think there's enough vehicles for DC to have their lighthearted stuff and their really serious, dark and moody stuff. So, yeah, I would like to see something that comes in the like something some that balances it because it's just going I feel like it's going too far where you can't like you're, you're always tapping into this lore and to just make every version like, oh, yeah, this is this guy just happens to be a mobster. So we're going to make this guy realistic. It's like, well, why can't we have a little bit of both? 
right? Like, I guess one of the thoughts that I had uh, coming out of this movie was, man, I would actually like to see them do maybe a Batman Beyond movie yep. that gets more into the over the top comic book stuff because that's the kind of dude who's got like jetpacks on his feet. Like, you kind of yeah, have it's a, in the future, right? And it's like Bruce yeah. Wayne is kind of the Alfred, right? Yeah. So give me that. Bring back uh, Christian Bale. You know, do like shit like that. Get get weird. <laughs> maybe not that far, but you know what I mean. Like, I think you can. There, there's something there where you can kind of have the best of both worlds. Otherwise, that's just that just stays to the cartoons, and you'll never really see that. Um, and if you do, it's going to be, you know, decades down the line when people are sick of this style of of movie. It's like, all right, let's get away from being gritty. Let's get yeah. let's get more fun again. I mean, but look, I think we're in that like even the the best Wolverine movie out of all of them is the one that's dark and gritty, where Wolverine is exactly what you expect, right? The R-rated Wolverine movie is the best Wolverine movie out of out of all of them by far. Yeah, but there's still levity, right? There's still humor. There is, but Wolverine is like it's it's just pure carnage. What when I say when I say there's no levity in this movie other than like the occasional Jeffrey Wright jab, and that's literally like Jeffrey Wright kind of like bro punching uh Robert (laughs) bro punching Batman because like come on man, what are you doing? Like he does one of those. Like that's the peak of it. There's nothing else in the movie that's actually like like you will not for three hours. You you may be like, eh, two or three times. That's it. It Wait, is. So you don't you don't get even the banter between Alfred and him. No, because that's normally no, the, like, oh, Mister, you know, Mister Wayne, and sort of like the Christian Bale one, where it's like, oh, Mister Wayne, wake no. up, that type of thing. Nothing. So Alfred is played by um, again another another one of your boys, um, Andy Circus. That's yeah. right. He uh, the the man solely responsible for making Planet of the Apes work. As we know, for and making King Kong. Lord of the Rings work as well, right? All acting. That's right. Acting. He's the guy. He's the guy. Um, so he plays Alfred, and he's good. I like Andy Serkis as an actor. He's good, but he he's basically on screen for maybe six minutes total. And yeah, it's also very like all his interactions are basically with Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, and. Anytime that guy's around, it's just like, this guy's not a good time. So <laughs> doesn't mean he's bad for the role that's happening and the situation that, that the role calls for. He's good. Robert Pattinson's great. But it's also like, yeah, he's just a dick, you know? He's just uh, a... Yeah, but like Batman but out of the all character. the superheroes. That's the character. Is, this, that's the at character, this phase. right? Yeah. I look forward to seeing what they do next. Do you I, think it's going to they... get another one? Do you think oh, we're going to sure. have a second one? You think so? For sure. And they leave it at a very interesting place. They go in some directions that I didn't think they would go here. So the way they leave the um, where they leave off on the story is you're like, okay, well, what are they going to do with the second one? Because there's some cool stuff. And it also leaves you in a better in a position where you can potentially see more, you know, him having more personality than just bro sad. I'm sad all the time. But does sad, Robert Pattinson you know. have more personality than just that? <laughs> That's the problem, right? Oh, sure he does. Absolutely. Uh, look at Tenet. He was great in Tenet. Yeah, he Remember? was good in Tenet. You're right. You're right. That's he unfair. Was the, he, was, <laughs> he was the levity side of that uh, of that partnership between him and John David Washington. <laughs> that that movie gets a bad rap, by the way. I think people great. justly dislike Tenet. And it's, it's because good. Nolan's kind of, he's kind of pompous. But Tenet was great. I, I enjoyed Tenet. Um, other yeah. than not being able to hear at times, but I thought Tenet was great. I'm watching this yeah, Wolverine I'd... clip in the forest where he just wrecks these dudes. 
and being like yeah where he's like running in the forest it's a great sequence where he is he's running like full tilt in a in a tank top <laughs> he's like diving yeah. through dudes this movie is brutal broadway here where's the tank top well yeah yeah him, him so running it, through the forest is hilarious to me it's just him sprinting <laughs> yeah. so that's uh so that was the batman watch that i recommend it it's good also that soundtrack that you hear in the trailer whole movie anytime batman's on screen <laughs> you're here you're here that dun, 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 dun. That's the whole thing all the time. And then the um and then the Riddler theme also plays constantly. It was they they use the use of sound was great in this movie. Because it's like once they started playing that um that whatever the hell that theme is, like this uh, of the Riddler, which is an actual song. It's like some uh opera song, and you know it immediately. Something Maria, whatever. Anyway, they um Anytime you hear that, you're like, oh, someone's going to get murdered. And then someone gets murdered. It's great. Is it, is it Ave Maria? That's what you're talking about. That's, that's the one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But look, Matt Reeves is a great director. Yeah, he's awesome. He's so a great good. director. I mean, he he's does a good job of sort of direct, you know, leading the movie as far as imagery. He's really good. So, yeah. Um, I, I, I just, I always try to figure out where does this crap fit into all the other movies? Because you're right, right? Like, if you're going to get, like, Batman is always sort of in its own thing. There's, like, 20 different Batmans. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can never really tell of, like, in the wider universe of things that they're starting to build. Um, like, Superman, right? Like, we're kind of done with Henry Cavill. Like, we're kind of done with some of these characters in their universe. They're not Marvel. DC is kind of a mess when it comes to that type of larger world building. They do a they do a decent job of sort of telling one-off films more recently, right? Like I thought Shazam was good. It was fun. Yeah. People love Suicide um, Squad. The new one. Suicide Squad, a lot of I I enjoyed it. It was fine. Um, you know, but it's a superhero movie, but it's fine. So they're starting to kind of write the ship of their movies, but it kind of you get a Batman movie every once in a while. So Yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, it's just Batman. Just doing No, it's completely standalone. It's completely standalone. But I, I recommend it. I, I'll look forward to you'll see it eventually. And I, I hope, uh, hope you like it. I'll look forward. Yeah, because I don't dislike Batman. I I like the I like the dark. I like the psychological part of Batman. Like the, when someone told me that, like the one of the themes of Batman is that like th- these villains are all made up by him, where it's like he's just a crazy person, and it's like all of the villains are basically made from him. So like if you look at Batman as the villain, it's a very interesting take just on his entire universe of how he kind of torments these mental patients. Um, yeah. it's it's interesting. Like just Batman as a whole of like this trauma that sort of builds this really dark character, and all of his villains are right. You you got Clayface, you got some of these sort of bigger than life villains, but they're all kind of just normal people <laughs> who are just a little crazy. Yeah. Um, and it's just more interesting than Superman. He's got to go fight whatever Bizarro Superman who's from his planet. But you know, like it's just it's that type of space alien stuff that's a little weird with with the other people with the other people in the uh in the dc universe of superheroes yeah sure. yeah like even wonder woman right the first Wonder woman i love the second one's a terrible movie but yeah, you know right. they they've got they're trying i i watched part of that movie again the beginning scene at the mall is so bad it's so bad that movie just is not good yeah but at it least it really makes before, me upset makes me upset that's before she uh she rapes a dude <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> i didn't make it that far um <laughs> that's good yeah, the first movie is so great when she's on the tr- when she's in the battlefield in the trenches and walks out. I mean, it's a little corny as well, but it's, it's great. It's good. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. Let me wrap it up by saying this. So I've been, I've been playing um, playing more Horizon. Still like it. Big fan. Real good. Going to start um, it tonight. Great. I've also been playing. Uh, I, I paused Shimigami Tensei 5 at about 42 hours. Um, and I Are said, you done right, with it? Are you pausing? I don't know. I maybe. We'll see. I'm going to. I'm Did I'm it just get it. repetitive? Because that's what I kind of felt. Like I'm getting to the it point. I think to- I'm maybe 25 hours in. And it's just like. It's like, okay, I think I kind of know what's like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know I'm just going to do more of this for the next like 50 hours. Yeah, I did a story beat where I was, I had a boss and then they gave, and I beat that guy and then they gave, and then I had another boss. By the way, that boss that I fought was like a big giant vagina monster. It was really weird. And then, uh, so I fought that guy and then story beat, story beat, story beat, another boss that was like three levels higher, four levels higher. And I was like, okay, I think I could beat them. And then I tried, I died and I was like, okay, well I could, I got to grind a little bit or figure out the demon combination to do it. And I was just like, I don't really want to do that right now. So <laughs> I, cause I was like, oh, the story's actually kind of getting a little interesting here. And then I was just like, but I just don't want to do it. So I was like, let me put this aside. Let me play something else for a bit. So I went back to grapple dog, which is a pixel, 2d side-scrolling game where you play as a dog with a grappling hook game's delightful it's just it's just delightful and um when and you it's called uh, grapple dog it's called grapple dog and when you uh yeah because there's things you can latch onto and you swing around with your little grappling hook there and uh when you beat a level there is a pet the dog button so you could do that <laughs> it's got a, it's got a lot of puns um this is a game that I saw was released a few weeks ago and I bought it because I thought, oh, that's cute. And then I saw some guy that I respect on Twitter who's like, hey, guys, Grapple Dog's good. And I was like, great. He just confirmed the thing that I expected. So bought it for like 13 bucks and uh, I'm having a good time. And then I just bought a game called Lone Far Sales or the Far Short. It's one of those. Either way, the sequel just came out. It's on Game Pass and the original is three dollars on switch so i bought that so i'm gonna i might play through that this weekend because i'm gonna be on the train a lot going up to connecticut tomorrow so i might be able to finish that in a day um and then the other game i was playing is uh, a game that i've worked on which is combinera and that like i said it was announced on um it was announced on tuesday i guess on the first and it's cool it's a lo- it's a puzzle game you uh you control all these balls simultaneously and your goal is to connect them and this the this is a this is a game that I I actually said I'm going to I'll play a bit, you know, to do what I need to do to test it. But I was like, man, once it comes to switch, once we have the codes ready for switch and I can play it on the train, I'm going to basically play through all the levels. There's like 300 levels in the game. And because when I first this is a game that when it was first proposed to us, uh, it was a developer that we worked with out in St. Louis and they sent us the uh, the prototype it's like, yeah, this is a game that was made in the game jam. And uh and we just uh, and we're like shopping around to developers. I played it and I immediately turned to a uh, to another producer who's the guy who's leading it. And I said, I was like, dude, you got to play this game. It's awesome. <laughs> it's just like it's just this kind of ingenious concept of a puzzle game. So I, I on the train today, I was playing it uh, and the train was delayed. I went through like 70 puzzles because I knew like all the answers to most of them. Hmm. But it's still a fun time. And yeah, uh, and it just gets more and more complicated. So, uh Yeah. Combinera, be on the lookout. Bolo, as Chris Cuomo would say, rest in peace. Not dead, but again, Bolo. What is he doing? 
Oh, he's because because I feel waiting. like right now he would be in Ukraine. Because Anderson, oh, sure. Anderson Cooper's in Ukraine. I Chris Cuomo like would be Cuomo there. Would be, he'd be yeah. on the ground. Yeah, with the tightest shirt. Yeah, the tightest <laughs> short sleeve shirt, even though it's winter. So I feel like he might be over there anyways. Um, and I wonder if he's just hanging out, <laughs> just being like, "Someone hand me a microphone." Yeah, I don't know. I just I just Googled Chris Cuomo, and I don't see anything about him. That's anything recent. Yeah, it's just like one week old CNN. How CNN betrayed its audience. That's from the Atlantic. CNN probe finds Allison Gullist assisted Chris Cuomo in his efforts to help Andrew Cuomo. CNN's had a real rough time. Didn't their CEO just have to, didn't he just step down because he was having having an affair with a colleague? Yeah, Yeah, just a sucker. Yeah, but no, it wasn't an affair. It was a consensual relationship. relationship. All right, fair enough. Yeah. But still. But still. Yeah. But there there was a reason why it was like, oh, actually, you can't do that for policy and it's like because people basically knew it was like a big open secret about it but what can you do man you break the rules that's what happens you, yeah you, you can't take, you, do you wipe the, your tears with your million dollar salary and yeah. figure out what you do with your life next if you can't do the time don't do the crime right yeah that's what they say they also you know what else they say man syrup anyway oh. this is <laughs> You had to find it too, didn't you? That's what's gross. No, I knew I was going to say it. I knew it there the whole time. I just needed to, I think I waited the perfect amount of time to, to deliver that one for you. Anyway, let's get, let's wrap this thing up. He's abroad.com. You can find the links. You can subscribe. Tell your friends, tell them all about man syrup. And, um, oh, don't do that. Yeah. You know, maybe not open with that, but once you, once you're feeling comfortable with them, you know, it's, um, uh, then, then drop that gem on them. And uh, yeah, review us, say nice things or bad things. Look, whatever you do, just give us five stars. We don't care. Say whatever you want. Fuck you guys. Five stars. We'll take it. John may give you a dollar. John will give you a dollar. Anyway, till next time, this podcast is over.